This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Well, hello. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome into another episode of the Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sherapan, the book, Matt Peralt, the Bostonian, Maddie Lindemann. Win bet coming on in about 30 NBA slate, 12 games tonight in the association to last night. We'll get into those coming up later on today. We kind of hammered the Memphis Grizzlies yesterday. Dave, is this kind of like a pushback on our guy, JY who came on yesterday? How are you on this Wednesday? Um, good. I'm good. Good to see you. Um, good to see the brigade. Everybody's uh, reporting. On time, unfortunately, I am not. So I apologize to everyone that's been waiting five minutes for us to get started. That's on me again. We're out promoting the show and doing some other stuff. So that's always working. Um, The Grizzly fit is just too nice. I mean, it's just too good. And I mean, how are they only four and a half point favorites today against the New York Knicks? I mean, these New York people. Oh, we're going to start this again. I mean. You know, the Celtics won yesterday. They're going to win the NBA championship. They're at least going to win the Eastern Conference. I I saw guys this morning already talking about the Nets. The Nets are going to be the Eastern Conference. Forget the Sixers. They're done. They lost. We've got to try to find the what? Nets are losing tonight. You think? I think so, too. We'll get that later. <laughs> I think so too. We'll go I hope so. That'd be yeah. fun. That's a fun way to start the season. The Nets lose. The Knicks lose. We got the Yankees. Are the Rangers playing today? Are the Islanders playing? Like, there's just no. too much shit going on today. Got four sports today. Got four sports today. What do they call this? The sports equinox? Did somebody call it that? When you- well, no, that would be five. You, you need NFL football to do the five. Oh. You got, you got college. So you got four tonight. You got college football, NBA basketball, NHL hockey, and Major League Baseball all being played tonight. You need the NFL. So tomorrow, we're hitting it all. Tomorrow's is Thursday. There, is there, there's college football tomorrow? I don't know. Is there? Yes, there is. Virginia, Georgia Tech. Well, Troy, yes. South tomorrow, Alabama. Th- 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 tomorrow is the sports equinox, correct? What the hell am I going to wear tomorrow? Holy <laughs> crap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've got, uh, we've got, wow, we've got two games tomorrow. Virginia, Georgia Tech, though. Yikes. That's a bad football game. It's the a real good, story. The real Troy, story. South Alabama is a good football game. The, oh, it's the, back. The real story is this. Oh, that's, that's the real story. And you went back to back green shirts. You said yesterday you got like two green shirts. You wore them both is, back to back. Did, did this is a nah to Shelly and everybody else saying I need to have more. I don't have green in my in my actual repertoire. I'll say, what are you doing? So, all right, fine. Went through the closet and I was like, you know what? I got a green polo shirt that I like. I'm throwing that baby on. Looks We're wearing that too, today. By the way, it looks really good. A little match on the green on the green. How about my boys? 36-year-old head coach. Who cares? Roll the ball out there and beat the living shit out of that team. It's beautiful. Man. Man. Punk. They played bad, Dave. They didn't play well. 
they beat the Sixers playing poorly. Oh. Boston didn't play well. They opened up 29-11. They were down to start that game. <laughs> they got steamrolled in the first quarter. I didn't look. Did the Celtics ever trail? Yeah, they, they were down 29-11. The Celtics trailed 29-11. Yeah. Oh, boy. They were getting annihilated in the first quarter. <laughs> you could have gotten Boston like plus 10 in the first quarter last night. NBA's back, baby. And they woke up and they won the game going away. Fourth <laughs> quarter wasn't a sweat. It was a walk. <laughs> Crazy. NBA betting is fantastic. In Roller coaster ride of a game. So we got that. And, and I mean, that was. How was the was crowd? Fun. How was the crowd? I didn't see none of it. I didn't. I it, was didn't good. It, it, was, it was good. It was good. But I mean, yeah. Boston does what Boston does. We, we, we don't celebrate Eastern Conference championships. We celebrate NBA championships. Mm. So, you know, go right at it, right back at it. Job's not done. Got the, got the mountain still to climb. One game, slow down, Francis. Oh, it's, it's fine. It's the same thing. I mean, it's just, you know, I'm saying like last night, the, the ring ceremony for the Warriors, everyone's running around. And if it was a Sixers, they'd be raising banners <laughs> like the Colts. You know, Colts I did raised. see a lot of the Warriors and Lakers game. Good luck beating that team. What a Lakers doing. Lakers suck. What a Lakers doing. Seriously. They suck, suck. They're bad, bad. I got all this nice purple and gold stuff to wear. I know how I'm going to wear it too much this season because they are so I mean, bad. I'll wear it when I want them to lose, I guess. By God, they're terrible. I didn't like what – I mean, a couple of things happened last night. We'll get to Barkley later, some things that he has said. But, you know, Barkley saying that Russell Westbrook has lost his joy was kind of like, yikes. Like, in game one, after one half of basketball, you're already making that declaration. Like, already there's a problem in the locker room with Russell Westbrook. I mean, they better trade him. Quick, if that if if Chuck is right, they got to move him quick. I mean, I I don't know if he's lost his joy. Did you see there was a there was a play that he had a alley oop dunk finish uh, a fast break and he did the roar and I was like, all right, Russ is there. Russ needs the ball. Russ is not good standing around. Russ I, needs I, the, ball. Getting the ball. I get the ball on that team. Well, get the ball. Somebody better team. figure that out if that's going to be the case. Because if he ain't going to get the ball, then he ain't going to be engaged. And then if he ain't engaged, he's going to be, it's going to be bad, bad, and it's only going to get worse. Yeah. So we'll so. do more. We'll do more NBA with Matt Lindeman coming up from WinBet here in about fifteen minutes. Uh, yes. Last night, Phillies blanked the Padres. Nola going today for Philadelphia in Game Two of the NLCS. Two nothing win. I'm not sure the ball landed yet from what Schwarber hit. Damn. Off of Darf- off of Darfish. <laughs> Do you like my idea, by the way, that Major League Baseball should have a two run line? So I saw your tweet while I was running around this morning, and I said I'm going to address this on the show. Please don't. We don't need no more rules in baseball. Wouldn't that be fun though? If if Major League Baseball had because there's there's a three there's a three point line in, in the NBA where if you hit the hit the shot from behind the line, it's worth three points. So if you put a two run line on for baseball and say 500 feet upper deck, you hit the ball where Swarbor hit. You said it's only worth one run, right? How about make that worth two? <laughs> make that worth two runs. How are we measuring it though? Everybody has to use that stat cast projector. 500 feet has to be the exact same thing. Yeah, everyone, every ballpark. But you have. know, then the home teams will start cheating it, and the visiting teams will be four ninety eight. <laughs> you know, that ball was hit to the moon. Up it would be so fun. Statcast said it was four ninety eight. It's only okay. four ninety eight. So, so five hundred. You have a line at five hundred, and the ball has got to get over that that one demarcation across the entire ballpark. The ball has got to land. <laughs> 
past it. And if it does, it's worth two points. It's for two runs. I'll give you credit. It's one of your, one of your better ideas <laughs> recently. It would add fun, oh. but, but baseball, not so much reticent to change a little bit. Let's just say um, <laughs> this is what the, this is what would happen over and over again. You would have everybody roiding up. Oh, going, all right, let's go oh! swinging for the fences. You're down three to one in the bottom of the ninth inning. Nobody on two outs, and you just start swinging out of your shoes, trying to hit the ball as far as you can. But imagine hitting a two-run home run with two outs and nobody on. And you're the one batter, and you tie the game. It's not the worst idea in the world. Seriously, you've had some crazy, goofy-ass <laughs> ideas. This is yep. actually not bad. Um, would somebody be fun somebody said, send that idea to the Savannah Bananas. And I was like, Savannah you know Bananas, if you're would listening be a perfect- to the show, reach out. We'll come down. We'll do the show. Propose this thing. Yeah. You have to give P. Rawls credit. EVB <laughs> in the stands. We'll do the whole thing. Savannah Bananas. We're in. By the way, did you see their tour coming this summer? Did you see what they're doing? No. They're going to 10 places. They're going on tour, 10 okay. spots. They're going to yeah. Iowa. Every park is sold out. All right. They're the Harlem Globetrotters of baseball. They really are. Every single site is sold out. I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh my gosh. I mean, Savannah Bananas, the tickets, go, they go like the second they're open, bam. Of like that, that 60 minutes piece that was done on them. And then the esports E60 special that was done on them. And then all the TikTok. Like they've got a million followers on TikTok. It's fantastic. And it really is. Savannah it's Bananas fun. have a really fun following. It's kids. It's it's adults that like to have fun with their kids. You can. It's baseball, bro. It's yeah. all of the above. Uh, are they coming anywhere close to us? I don't know. I don't think so. It's a but Midwest I would, thing first. They got to yeah. sell the Midwest. They're going to Iowa and they're going to the AAA ballparks all in the middle right. part of the country. They they do really well in the south, obviously, when they go around in, right. to the to the southern ballparks. Now they're going to branch out to the Midwest, but coming to the West Coast, I mean, you would assume at some point they'll come to the West Coast and do it. But they're just, it's such an awesome, awesome thing that they've got going. But to today, what do you make of the Phillies today? I mean, they're dogs, but Snell, I don't know. I like the Phillies today. No, worried if Snell's dealing, he shuts the lefties down. Schwarber, Harper, I mean, they're the only guys that was three hits to one hit yesterday. Yeah. In a game, nine innings, both teams to combine for four hits. So, I mean, we got, is this just a home run series now? Is nobody going to get three string together, three base hits? We talk baseball the whole year. That's all baseball is. Baseball's I, a strikeout home run contest. And now you want to add a two point, a two run line. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> That's why we should add it because everyone's trying to do it anyway. So, a great dynamic that was brought to my attention yesterday and today. I call him Uncle Charlie. I right. met this guy on a plane back from the Super Bowl. He was mm-hmm. coming to Vegas, and we started talking. He's a he's got a bail bondsman business here in town, but he's a big better, and he's been on his Padres. He sent me to text this morning. He said, "You know, Big Brother, Little Brother." You know, Nola's little brother, Nola, the catcher for the Padres, is big brother. He said, big brother always beats little brother in these situations. He knows Nola. He said, Padres live today. He said, he's got all his pitches. He's got everything. He got the full scouting report. He's got a, you know, it's brother on brother, but trying to win a World Series, going to tell him he's going to throw you this. He's going to throw you that. I mean, it's like a league of their own. 
and we got the catcher and the pitcher and who wins and all this other stuff. So there's a great story and great dynamic. I give my tip my hat to Uncle Charlie. Well, with the that parents one. were interviewed and they they had a great line about like we know we're going to the World Series. Like we, cool we don't know that? which one, but we know we're going to the World Series. How cool is that? Yeah, have both your kids in the NLCS. I mean, I know I'm going to the World Series too with these future tickets. I mean, I posted today on my Twitter with the Cleveland, and that was a, it was a hell of a run. 500 to 1, 600 to 1 tickets. Deposit those mofos right in the CLV can. I don't know, man. I don't, today, I'm telling you, I got a feeling that the, the Padres even a series. I just, I, they better rate for Philly if they, they don't. Yeah, you don't want to lose the first two games on, it's at over. home. It's over. It's not over. It's over. Phillies win today. Series is over. Why? Because oh. they come back with Suarez in game three against Musgrove? You're going to the bell in the NLCS. Good luck. They got to win one of those games, and then they got to win one of the next two or three, depending on when they win. Game three is a must win. It's for not who? the end of the world today if the Padres lose for the Padres. It was both games at home. It happens. Shit happens. This happens. This is happening. Both games at home. You're going to Philadelphia. You're going to lose game three. Could happen. Phillies are winning game three. You don't even know who's pitching. What are you talking about? I don't about? need to. I don't need to. I tell you, the Phillies are winning game three. NLCS, wow. National, National League teams going to diehard baseball markets in NLCS situations. Good luck. That Joe Park Musgrove is, is just what the doctor ordered for a must yeah, when they hand him much, the ball. Put as much red hot as he wants on his ears. It's not going to help him. It, it, it wasn't proven. He didn't put that shit on his ears. Okay. Whatever whatever he did to make his ears greasy and burn. Shiny. Whatever. It was, it was it was cold. He put that stuff sure. on to keep him warm. Sure. Of course. Yeah, whatever he's doing. <laughs> not happening. Game three goes to Philadelphia. Regardless of today, game, so that's why the Dodgers, I mean, so the Padres better win today. They win today. Going on the West Coast, from the West Coast to the East Coast, game three, Phillies are winning game three. Game four is the question. So if you go 1-1, one, one, then it's 2-1 Philadelphia, Dodger, Dodgers, Padres, Padres win game four. So it's 2-2. Two, two, and then it's best of three. That's how is the series this in has the to go. Almanac? You already no. have this. How do you that's know That's how the series has to go in order for the, for, the, for the Padres to win this series now. That's how this has to go. They got to get it to a best out of three when they have home field. Damn, son. Otherwise, they lose today. It's done. That's Phillies are in the World Series. That's a wrap, in my opinion. You lose both games at home. You got three games left in Philly to win two. <laughs> That's all you got to do is win two of the of the three games at home, and you're going to the World Series. Well, you get that big dog Wheeler back out there, and he deals like he did in Game One. I don't think you're going to win that game. <laughs> I mean, that was like yesterday, like the second that the Yankees saw Savali pitching, it was like, okay, Yankees are going to the American League Championship Series because that ballpark was on, was alive from the second the first pitch came out. The, the Yankee Stadium was standing up, going crazy. And then Savali threw a meatball to Stanton, 3 nothing, game over. Shut it off. You can't it. start walk, walk. Like, it looked like he was a little shook. and A little? That's what I mean. Any, do, any, pod, any Padre play. pitcher that goes in game three is going to look like Savali did. Not Musgrove. All right. Not Musgrove. He does Navy SEAL training. He keeps his heart rate the same. He is Joe Cool, man. Joe Musgrove. I, 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 it's not the end of the world if they lose today. I'm leaning okay. Padres today, but ball travels uh, quite well. Uh, and the ballpark. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> at the bell. Yeah, uh, Yankees face Verlander 
minus 180 favorites for the Astros today. It's a quick turnaround from game into into game one, though. I mean, that's seemed a little concerned. short to you. A little short. I had to double check it like three times to make sure. Seem a little right. short to you. I bet this game. So when I was trying to make sure that I actually knew what I was betting, I was like, Am I, I'm betting game one to not today, right? It's, it's not like tomorrow, it's today. I literally had like triple check it because I was like, real quick. <laughs> that is a quick, quick turnaround. Same price for the series, minus 180. Fair. I mean. You want Astros Phillies? Do I want so, Astros Phillies? I'm so in on the Phillies if it's Astros Phillies. I'm so in on Philadelphia. I'm on. Everybody but the Astros. That's I'm I'm good okay. with anybody but the Astros winning the and World I'm Series. Good with anybody except that hat you have on. That's fine too. The Astros. I really I really don't want the Astros to win though. So I guess that's, that's not true. Anybody but the Yankees and the Astros. So well, yeah, we're rooting for the NL. I think in yeah. general, National League team. Yes, to win it. Yeah, but um, if it has to be somebody in the American League, I want it to be the Yankees. Their odds were much higher. Um. Plus, oh, I mean, the Astros are so good. How did they win that series? It's like 18 innings in the third game. I mean, I just – and now you get Verlander. I just don't know why the Yankees are they're starting Tyone. And that's fine, but this is the first game in the series, and I feel like they're already not giving up or not – like this is a – they're scrambling. This is a bullpen yeah. game. We're going to just throw it together. And – I I mean, I hope you bet the Astros today. No, I bet I bet something else in the game, but um, mm, but okay. I I lean Astros. Yeah, be surprised if the Astros lose. Just expensive, right? Minus one eighty. Yeah, that was the I want to get involved. Run line, you didn't run line in a playoff game. No, 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 no. Don't fall for that shit. No, I, that's that would be very dangerous to do, to do a run line today. That. Yeah, no, th- th- this is a low scoring game today. So, is it like though? The, I think so. Yeah. In Yankees are tired. Yankees are tired. Verlander's coming. They ain't tired this time of year. They won that game five one with no stress. They had no. They, Guardians couldn't even hit the ball in the infield. Yeah, they thought to fly to Houston to go play a baseball. They played yesterday. They got to fly and play another stress game today. You tell me they weren't nervous going into a game five? Of course they were. They're, they didn't sleep well overnight. They weren't walking in that First game. First at bat, good. I would have looked in the dugout and said, we got this. Yeah, probably. But you're still having to – you have anxiety. You have stress. you got to get ready. It's high pressure. It takes energy out of you. And now you're facing Verlander at home? Man, did you see the way Nestor Cortez was dealing yesterday? He was. Like very mustache. Well. Like he was so just- I need any Italian to go five innings today. Do the same thing. I don't even know if he's scheduled to go five innings, like if in that dugout. Like I, I mean, they're going to keep him going, mm-hmm. but I think first sign of trouble, it's like, all right, get the bullpen in there, let's go. That's fine. The Yankees bullpen could have guys, you know, they're rested, they're good to go. I can't. Astros wait don't score tomorrow. Astros this don't score. One of the biggest under teams in the league. Yeah, which is which is what I bet. <laughs> which is why I bet it. Uh, they're the they're the biggest by three games. They're the biggest under team in Major League Baseball. Okay. Good. Yankees are seventh to the under. Man. Yeah, two top ten under teams in game one of a series on short rest for the Yankees. So mm. okay. Uh on the other side, last night we talked about the overs. Four and three last night in NHL overs. Bruins gave up seven goals last night. I knew they would score against Ottawa. 
I didn't see seven goals for a team that scored three goals in two games. Ottawa scored seven last night against the Bruins. Only bet I got wrong last night was this, but four and three, we got three games today, six, six and a half and six and a half. Should we just be betting overs here in hockey for the next next couple of weeks? Last year was the highest scoring season in the NHL in 22 years. I mean, five and a halfs are going to become like fives, like rare. Uh, for years, I'm always ahead of my time. Last year, I was saying sevens. People, we got to be using sevens. Texting guys that are still in the room, like, just use seven. Let them bet under. The games are, the teams are trying to get five now. What you used to get a lead, 3-1, nursed it. No more. They're going to get four. They're going to get five. Used to be dump and chase. You know, when you got a three-goal lead, forget it. You were definitely say 4-1. How many games ended 4-1? A lot. lot. Oh, yeah. Now, never. Or 3-2, an empty net, or 4-2. I mean, the Bruins were down 2-0. Then they were down 3-1. Then they were down 5-3. Then they were down 6-4. It was 6-5, and then 7-5. That's what I mean. the Bruins wouldn't go away. Like the Bruins kept on scoring. I mean, they tied it. They, they just couldn't get over the hump that six, five, whoever scored that last goal was probably going to win the game. The Bruins tied it. They probably would have won it. Bruins gave up that seventh goal and that was it. Seven, five was the final. Right. But I mean, this is what hockey is right now. Hockey is just insane scoring. No defense goaltending optional. Yeah. Yeah. Goals, without, goals, goals. <laughs> without a doubt. And like penalties are being called which is fine at, you know, the beginning gold, of the yeah, season, golden Knights. I got the Calgary thing, right? Because last night, because the golden Knights got up to nothing. And then they started to just hack and they gave up multiple power play goals. Final was three, two, right? Yep. Calgary's really good. Mm-hmm. You called it. You said tight game. Calgary wins. Yep. That's I, and I, I just bet Calgary money line. And so Vegas just couldn't get that third goal. If Vegas had scored that third goal. They would have won. They just couldn't get it. Right. Calgary beat him to it, and Calgary wins. Who played net for for Vegas? Logan Thompson again? I believe so. Yeah, I was flipping through. I was actually watching it on my phone. Um, as to, I believe that's who played net last night for Vegas. Uh, let me double check on that. Uh, three Tooch. two. Tooch just popped in a chat. Said hi, Matt. Hi, Dave. Hi, Tooch. Thanks for coming in. Hit the like button while you're here, Tooch, and tell somebody. Um. <laughs> Yeah, it was, yeah, it looks like it was Thompson who was in that last night. What do you make of Avs tonight against the Jets, six and a half? Over? Yeah, right. What's the juice? It's not that heavy. It's, 20? I think it's one, 115, I think. Uh, the juice is 115, yep, to the yeah. over. Hmm. I mean, it's Hellebuck gives up goal. Hellebuck, Hellebuck gives up goals. We got, got uh, we got the abs starter to, for the abs or be the backup. I don't know which one's in yet, yet because the morning skate's happening right now in Colorado. So, but we'll the game's at the abs. Confirm the goalie's probably in. The I don't really care who's in that for the, the abs personally. I think they're going to score six goals tonight. Boy, oh boy, you hit your bets. You get to put the hat back on. You don't even care about who's pitching in a baseball game. You don't care about who's playing goal in a hockey game. You're just like, because I, I know who's because I know who's playing goal on the other side. So I know what the abs are going to do uh, at home. Oh. I mean, they, they've both their wins are on the puck line this year. They got one loss, but it was on the road. Lost to Calgary on the road. And they're back at home. I mean, Cal- beating Colorado at home is going to be really hard this year. Their offense <laughs> is so sick at home. <laughs> it, it, 
altitude and everything else. It's just, and Winnipeg defensively is not good. When I get that <laughs> second, they get the last change. I mean, Colorado can put whatever lines they want out. You usually have to dictate to them who, you know, you match up with, but when they have a home ice and can do the second, the last change, it's a huge advantage for deep teams. It's because they, they set the matchups and then you got to do quick changes, leads to odd man rushes, all that stuff. It's hard when a team's deep. Yeah. One line teams, you, you can be competitive against three line teams with a good checking line. Like Colorado is very difficult. I just, they're so fun to watch. If you're not a hockey fan watching the avalanche play hockey. Is really oh, they're ridiculous. They're oh, really fun. <laughs> just if you don't like hockey, you don't like betting on hockey. Just find the Avalanche somewhere. I think the the NHL. I think the the, the package is available right now for the first couple of weeks. You can it's watch. Great, every isn't game. it? Yeah. So, and and I'll give you this: NHL uh, ESPN Plus is unbelievable. If you every have game. that, if you if you pay six bucks a month, you get every game. Every game. So it's really cool. I mean, it's really a good way of being a hockey fan. Hockey on devices and or television right now is more available than I can ever remember. It's, it's fun. Oh, it's the best. It's it wasn't Bromble like this. Camp just came in and said he had the flames plus two sixty live yesterday. Bromble camps bet. Cause they were down to nothing. That was smart. Yep. Because they're down to nothing. I love it. Bromble. All right. We got 12 games, Dave, on the NBA slate tonight. It's got always an NBA fun. guy. He wants to talk NBA. I can't believe it. Well, Maddie Lindemann from the uh, training desk from WinBet joining us here to talk about these games. Win does a phenomenal job getting these overnights. It saves my tail numerous <laughs> times whenever I'm looking around for games I got to bet. I love the fact that we we get the early line, the, the early thought as to what's going to happen with WinBet. Matt Lindemann joining us. Matt and Dave. Maddie, how are you? I'm good. What's going on, guys? Are you in the kitchen right now? Yeah, I don't have... Man, I gotta get, I gotta upgrade like all my interior decorating. No, no it looks great. Yet. It yeah, looks it's like the it, only color I got in the whole house. Everything's just like beige and bright. That's fine. You know I mean, it's, like I, I'm, I'm just like a total it. dude. <laughs> I figured you're sitting there cooking up something. You, the hair looks perfect. You're ready oh, to go. You. So we text yeah. this morning, and you hit me with, you know, I figured you want to talk about some baseball, bro, or some college football, and you're like, man, NBA today. We got 12 games. I'm like, whoa, okay, <laughs> this is good. How do you approach – I mean, it's it's really day one. Yesterday there were two games, and it's fun, and it's whatever. It's an introduction to today. But what is the day like for you? I mean, obviously you're not there right now, but in a risk room, when opening day of the NBA happens, what what's going on? Are you, Is it crazy, or is it just another day? No, it's actually not as crazy as you think because uh, right now we have the stuff on the feed. So uh, NBA is on the feed. Last year we booked it manually. And right now it's uh, on the feed just for the time being. I, I think we're going to get it sorted out. We're going to figure out in the coming weeks uh, what we're going to manage, what's going to be on the feed. But with four or five sports going at once, like we had to scale back. Uh, I could already tell uh, what we were trying to take on was too taxing. So we are maybe not going to do NBA this year. I know we're definitely not going to be doing openers. And I, I know that's probably disappointing for people who want to you know, take advantage of our bad opinions, but um, we, we stand to benefit a lot more from uh, letting other places open and then, you know, moving off of their bad numbers and taking bets off of them. So um, we're going to be a little more patient this year. We're not going to probably show our hand as much. And yeah, right now it's all market consensus. So um, that's just kind of where we're at. And we're, we're managing the MLB playoffs. We're managing the NFL, but college football, man, it's so much to, to take on over the course of the season. And then when you have these other sports starting up, 
uh, it's a lot. So yeah, we're not actually, you know, completely inundated with NBA right now, but uh, that might be coming here in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Matt, the Pelicans, the market at least right now is saying that the opening number was wrong for their game today against the Brooklyn Nets. I, I took plus three last night. It's pretty much two and a half everywhere. But in your opinion, how do you, what, what do you see out of the Pelicans? I'm pretty high on them with Zion coming back. I like their bench a lot. And I don't think Brooklyn's going to be as good as everyone thinks they're going to be, at least in the early going. What do you make of the Pelicans and the Nets tonight? Yeah, I mean, I, I like the Pelicans this year, too. I think that's definitely, you know, I was pretty high on them going into last year. And then Zion just never really came back. I think Ingram was banged up. And, and then they went and got, did they get McCollum? Is that right? Yeah, uh, that yeah, was so the big McCollum. move. And, you know, yeah, if all these guys are healthy, they have a lot of really nice pieces. But I will say that I'm a little nervous. I think they're the team that's probably getting the most preseason hype of the small market you know, one of the cool things I, I love about NBA is trying to figure out which of these small market teams is going to jump up and contend for a playoff spot each year. And I think the Pelicans are probably the most popular choice right now. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if a bunch of young guys and Zion who hasn't really played at all in the last year and a half, if they can take on that pressure. But uh, yeah, I mean, the Nets, I don't know what to think of them, man. I don't know what's going on with Kyrie. I, I'm so tired of the drama. I don't really like talking about the Nets or the Sixers because it's just same shit all the time but yes. uh, <laughs> I yes. don't know I, I I will say it does you know it's not every day you see the Nets only laying three at home to the Pellies so I do think that the uh, preseason expectations are pretty baked in here um in our in our morning chat via text this morning you had mentioned you may have some bets on the NBA either today or going forward what uh what are you looking at what do you have in your pocket or what do you think uh that you know you can give to the people that are diving in. There's a lot of people that are just diving into the NBA today. They like woke up and they're like, Oh, look, there's a bunch of NBA games today. Let's bet. You obviously have been looking at the numbers. We've been talking. We went to the UNLV game. We're talking about everything. What do you got that you want to give out to the people that maybe they should take a look at? Well, I don't, I don't want to give the stuff that's already moved a bunch. So, uh, and that well, that's really fine. But I mean, everyone uh, understands but, on the show that like you, you got yeah. previous numbers that may not exist, but I mean, just give the teams and stuff that you're thinking about. Well, yeah, I think one thing that's interesting, uh, the Rockets Hawks total win against me. That's one that I, I took under. And if you go look at their two meetings last year, I think there were like uh, 244 points, 258 points. So I guess yeah. I get it. But, uh, you know, I think at the very least, maybe Rockets team total under, because I, I had this number much higher too. I, I think the Hawks could be better this year and Rockets are, you know, going for that number one pick. So um, that was one that I would probably still play 234 and a half, 235. And then, you know, the Jazz, I know the Jazz don't have Gobert. I know they don't have Mitchell. I know they're looking at a big fall off this year. But to be a seven and a half, eight point home dog to the Nuggets, like that's almost saying that they're going to be the Thunder or the Rockets this year. That's crazy yeah. to me. Um, you know, Mitchell and Gobert had a really solid uh, supporting cast there. And they still should be, you know, probably not in your bottom five to seven, I wouldn't think. So um, I took a shot with that, like plus eight, plus eight and a half. And then uh, the team that, that I really like this year, I told Alan, said, don't, don't give it out, man. Don't tell anybody. I'm t <laughs> I got to give it out just like the Marlins. Uh, I love the Kings this year, man. I think, uh, what? I think if they can stay healthy, they're very, they don't have much depth, but if they can stay healthy, they've got the star young point guard. They've got the guy to run the pick and roll with them down low with Sabonis. They got Keegan Murray on the wing and they picked up a bunch of shooting. So uh, obviously they don't play any defense. And they're the Kings, so they'll probably find a way to do some dumb shit that, you know, screw it up or start taking midway through the year. But, you know, Lindy, can the they, cool can they make the playoffs, Matty? Well, this is the cool thing about this play. I love this play and it adds such a, 
a new dimension to that cap of the win totals is they have a very, very good shot at that 10 spot. So they're going to be competing with probably the Blazers. Uh, I would say Pelicans are probably going to be in the playoffs, but Blazers, Lakers, uh, Lakers uh, Timberwolves, a couple other teams for that 8, 9, 10 spot. Yeah. So, um, I mean, you look at the number tonight, they're two and a half, three point favorite over the Blazers. The Blazers win total is 39 and they the Kings suck. is 34 and a half. Like it doesn't make sense. So, I mean, at the very least, the Kings win total, I think at 34 and a half is too low. They look like a, you know, 38, 39 win team to me. So <laughs> that's my favorite one. And then uh, I took Hornets under with all the, I don't know if y'all have heard. Of, what about, a mess. Man, like the coach came in after five days and left. Like what? Have you ever heard it? He said, hell no, I'm getting out of here. That's not good. Um, Dana Altman, so, of Arkansas. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And they're, they're right in that same position as the Kings where they're, right on the verge of contending for the playoffs, but they're probably just going to go ahead and tank for the number one. So right. uh, they look like a team. I mean, they overachieved last year, and I think they're probably going to come back and, and struggle this year. So those are my two win totals I played. But Nice. This is an on-the-fly number question, so don't if you want to pass on it, you can. But off the top of your head, give me a number for the Kings to have a better record than the Lakers. What would you put it at? Oh man, I don't know, dude, the Lakers, I mean, the Lakers are, their stock is as low as it could possibly could be right now with all the stuff going on with Westbrook. You have to think that their, you know, veteran locker room like that is not going to let that toxic situation continue the whole season. They're either going to get rid of them or figure it. Something has to change. There's no way they're going to go through the whole season. Another season of that. I don't think so. I got a tough time seeing the Kings beat out the Lakers, but, uh, I don't know. Oh, three to one, maybe, maybe two to one. That's not yeah, bad. I don't, that's I don't, not that's bad. a really tough number. I've never lined something like that. Um, that would just be fun. Because, that's I mean, fun who we come in last place in the division is really the question, right? Because yeah. it's either the King, it's either the Kings or the Lakers are going to come in last place in the division. So, I mean, obviously yeah. you've got golden state Clippers right. and Phoenix who are going to be one, two, three in some, in some order. And then you've got the Lakers and the Kings <laughs> in the division. Yeah, it's a, I mean, the division is not easy, but I will say I, there are three teams that, I don't think improved. I mean, obviously the Clippers are going to be much better, but the other three teams didn't get any better. So um, I think the Kings could take a step forward. And something to really talk about is how much they're going to beat up on the other two divisions in the West, those teams that are tanking in the, uh, you know, other two divisions. So yeah, they're probably going to rack up a lot of wins. Yeah, for sure. So um, yeah, very curious, but you know, yeah, if the Kings have a couple injuries, if Fox gets hurt or Sabonis Mm. gets hurt, they're in a lot of trouble. Murray's already got COVID. So yeah we'll see we'll see um shift a little bit to uh college football and what a crazy weekend it was with the sec and tennessee winning your kentucky wildcats win a game Mm -hmm. big game for them the heisman trophy race kind of flipped a little bit you had talked to me about uh, some guys you might have mentioned uh placing some wagers on and they're telling the people about this, these heisman things and what you got going on there yeah well i think there's kind of an inefficiency in the market this week i think it is very very clear that it's going to be stroud or hooker one of the two for it not to be stroud or hooker it's going to require georgia beating tennessee which is likely and uh michigan beating ohio state which is very unlikely Oh, I don't. I just very unlikely, of, Matthew. I'm. I mean, Ohio State at Michigan. They're going to be a double digit favorite home. at home. Easy. Yeah. 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 Ohio so, State at home. Yeah. Um. And you know, Tennessee. I think you know they're probably not going to win at Georgia, but they still match up. You know, okay with Georgia the way they. Uh, uh, at least from what I've heard, and the rest of the Tennessee schedule is crazy easy. They play Vandy, Missouri, uh, South Carolina, and then they have Kentucky at home, which I, I love my cats, but I think they're a little overrated this year. 
Um, I think Tennessee's probably going to put a hurting on us. So, um, yeah, I think Hooker's going to put up some crazy numbers. Tennessee hasn't had a Heisman candidate in 25 years. I mean, this is going to be priority number one on top of compete for the national title. So, uh, I played a bunch of Hooker at 455 to one, and then Ooh. I bet even more on Stroud at minus 110. Um, Basically, I think I did the math. You're laying like two to one, a little over two to one, and it's going to be one of those two guys right now. Right. Um, and that we went ahead and closed that gap at work. I think we're like minus 125 on Stroud and plus 250, plus 275 on Hooker. So, um, but yeah, I think that's going to be gone in a couple of weeks. I think it's going to be minus 110 and plus 120 on those two guys. And if you, you know what I mean, in two, three weeks, um, unless Georgia just makes Hooker look horrible. So, I, I mean, who else is it going to be? Corum? Like if Corum, I guess if Michigan beats Ohio State and Corum goes off, but they don't give it to running backs, like white running back Corum, like right. he, he didn't get any, he didn't get any attention. Like, I don't know. I don't see it. Yeah. If McCaffrey couldn't win, he's not winning. I agree. But, um, what, when you guys see a standalone game like Georgia State, Appalachian State, there's a lot of people who don't like betting the NBA, like who don't like betting hockey. They are football betters. Nine and a half point line app state at home. They've been a good team at home. They're three and three on the year. Georgia state's been interesting two and four, but they're a name people pay attention to a bit more. Now, any handle on this game at all tonight, or is this just get me to Thursday in the weekend? No, this is one of those where like, unless you do the minus one Oh eight or the reduced juice, you know, you're at a market number with everybody else. There's just not much interest. Um, I couldn't tell you a single sharp bet we've taken on this game. Um, I will say it's funny that we brought up app state. Um, App State, there's kind of a quirk in their conference future odds. So they uh, are a little mispriced right now because they lost to James Madison, who is ineligible for the conference championship. Uh-huh. So you could bet App State at like five. To, I already have plus 450, and then they lost to like Texas State after, which is <laughs> super annoying. But you can still bet them, uh, and all they got to do is beat Coastal, and they should get out of that division and play whoever out of the um, West in the Sun Belt. So uh, you might want to grab App State to win the conference before this game tonight. That's probably the play. Maddie, any opinion on Clemson and Syracuse this week? Because that, I mean, it's bad enough, like, you know, the, the content people are all Syracuse people, but they're actually good this year. And now I'm going on all these other shows and everybody's telling me Syracuse is going to cover. Syracuse could actually win. Anybody buying any Syracuse plus the points tickets of note? And what is your opinion on that game? You know, there was actually some two-way on that. It got pushed around from 13 to 14 and back, and it settled in. Um, you know, it's funny. I have one of my first season win total bets was Syracuse over four wins. Bam. And at the, end of the, at the end of the preseason, I started looking at their schedule, and I said, you know, I don't really know where, like, the sixth and seventh wins come. So I middled some back under five. Not all of it, but <laughs> – it has been hurtful watching them just kick everybody's ass, you know, because I've already gone over the four and the five. Um, but, man, Clemson looks like they have their swag back to me. Uh, it looks like ukuleles figured it out. And like mm-hmm. uh, Ukulele. Yeah, I can't ukulele. T- I love it. it. Just Ukulele. call him DJU. It's easier. DJU is the I like ukulele. Yeah, no, it's, it's been doing it for two years, man. But no, he's it. playing great. Like, uh, you know, that Florida State game wasn't as close as the final indicated last week. Right. And uh, yeah, this is a big time uh, step up for Syracuse. So uh, I lean Clemson a little bit, but every time I lay, you know, this kind of number with them over the last two years, they score like 24 points. So um, I, I, the number's about right, in my opinion. Should be a good game, though. All right, SEC brethren, you and I both have loved and breathed this conference. Here we go. 
Ole Miss LSU is the game on everyone's radar here. Are you guys overvaluing LSU? Is Ole Miss the play here or the Tigers at home? It's not a night game. Well, if it's a night game in Baton Rouge, I probably would ride with the Tigers. But this Lane Kiffin team could score a lot of points, and LSU's offense is not very good. This number's a little tricky here. Who wins this game, LSU Ole Miss? I don't care as long as it goes over 64, but uh, <laughs> no, uh, that's beautiful. No, like uh, I'm with you on the over. So, yep. Right. So, oh. actually, so after uh, five, six weeks of spinning my wheels, betting the circle openers and not really winning anything, I took a different approach this week to college football. So I didn't do any numbers and I went down the line and I wrote down if I wanted to bet or play, or, you know, fade or play each team on the board. So uh, Mississippi LSU game without looking at any numbers. I wrote Mississippi down as a fade and I wrote LSU down as a play. Wow. Um, and then I pulled up, I went back and did a little bit of numbers work after and all my numbers said to bet Ole Miss. So to me, that's a pass. You know, the numbers say Ole Miss situation says LSU. Uh, like I said, I just hope they score a bunch because uh, Ole Miss started as a really big under team. And then I think it just turned out that they were just playing bad competition. And then now, I mean, the last few weeks, those games have been soaring over. So I, I expect to see a lot of points. Shift out to the Pac-12. This will be the last one for me, and I'll let Maddie ask you one on the way out. But uh, game day is going to be there. It's an undefeated UCLA team going to Oregon, and they're getting six points. Like, I I try to explain this to people all the time. It looks so obvious, and I think this might be – we saw it last week with, like, Penn State was one – Tennessee was one that got there. There was a lot of public dogs. I mean, even Kansas against Oklahoma. Is UCLA a public dog, Maddie, against Oregon this week? Yeah, I think that would probably fit the description. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, UCLA's look so good. They're coming off, you know, everybody's probably going to hype up them coming off a bye, which I don't even know how valuable that is. <laughs> uh, well, I guess both teams coming off a bye. So, yep. um, but uh yeah, this is a situation, and you don't get many of them in this day and age in 2022 with all the cell phones, but the home, fo- home field is way more than three points in this game. Like, it's five, five and a half points. It's going to be nuts. Uh, you don't get a top 10 team coming into Odson every day, and Oregon is as good of, as they've been in a few years now, I think. So um, I'm sure there's a lot of buzz in Eugene right now. That's going to be a crazy environment. Um, yeah, is I, anyone going to bet that game under, Maddie? I don't know how you could. Like, I, yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, right? The way Oregon's offense is humming, like, Ooh. yeah, all these Pac-12 teams. Man, nobody's playing any defense in a Pac-12 except for, like, Washington State and right. Cal. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be a great game. I wish it was at night, though. It would be a little bit better in 1230. Same. Yeah. yeah. Last one, we'll let you go. Texas on the road at Oklahoma State. It's going to be interesting to see. I'm not buying TCU. I don't know where you are. I think K-State's going to get TCU this weekend. But – Texas is on the road as a favorite against Oklahoma State. It seems kind of heavy. No, six and a half for the Longhorns. You all, it's like we rehearsed the games we we're going to talk about because I got more to say about Texas too. My other big, <laughs> my other big conference future, way bigger than App State. Biggest of all is Texas. I have a shit ton on Texas. Plus three fifty, four to one, <laughs> plus four fifty. There were like two, three weeks there. They were just completely mispriced when Ewers was hurt. Yes, and uh, yes. they should have been. They should have been what they are now. You know, plus one fifty, two to one. Um, I think they're significantly better than everyone else in the conference, and this number definitely showing it. I think six, six and a half is pretty crazy, and I, I wouldn't lay it. But I think Texas is a real deal. I think they're 
going to kind of separate themselves from everyone else in the conference. And, and that loss to Texas Tech doesn't really matter because they're not in the picture anyway. So uh, I think as long as they went out, they're they're in the title game. So hmm. great stuff, my friend. Thanks for coming on. We'll do it again soon. Turn right? it aside real quick and let everybody see a profile of this like, like everybody's hey, going crazy in the chat. Before, going, what before, is he doing up top? Before you all uh, kick me off, we got college basketball win totals. We got 15 of them. They include the postseason. What about so Creighton? Check it out. What about Creighton? Uh, Creighton's on there. I think 25 and a half, 26, something like that. So get in there. Yeah, bet some of them. Ooh, I got boy, a 30 let's to one. go win bet. I got a 30 to one ticket on it. Let's go. <laughs> Creighton to win it all, baby. Let's cut oh, the nets man. down. Oh, oh man. Gosh. See you, <laughs> Thank Maddie. you, Maddie. Appreciate it. All right, thanks, guys. Train train on Twitter. Thank you. It's Matt Lindemann oh. from WinBet joining us here on the Bostonian versus the book. When can I do college basketball? When can I start with you? <sighs> can we How long? Wait? Can we wait till baseball's over? All right, that's fine. Like, just give me another week. Like, let's get to the World Series. Okay. And then we can kind of dive in because we'll be ahead okay. of it. A lot of people will wait until the week of. We'll get of ahead of it. I'm already in, man. Drake picked to win. All you just the picks, people, all my OGs. You, this is going to be a basketball season for the fucking ages. I can't wait. <laughs> I, I got Drake. I've, I've bet more. D-Rock, D-Rock, Darren DeVries, head coach of Drake, who I know his team picked to win the Valley. Oh. I got Greg McDermott. Where is Drake physically? Des Moines, located. Des Moines, Iowa. Oh, okay. Des Moines, Iowa. Nap center. Drake is going to be good. I can't wait to watch Drake play Illinois, Chicago this year. It's going to be fucking phenomenal. I got Creighton top 10 team preseason. First time school history. Number nine, <laughs> number nine. I got them picked to win the Big East. Nova's picked third to win the in the Big East. Who's I got second? Creighton. Connecticut. I forget. No, I forget. Well, maybe it was. I don't know. I forget. I just scanned it fast and saw Creighton, saw Nova, and I kind of brushed off it. That's all I, <laughs> that's all I remember. And Nebraska's picked to finish last in the Big Ten. The world is right today. The world is how it should be. It's awesome. <laughs> Nebraska's going to suck ass. Creighton's going to dominate. Drake's going to win the Valley. Oh. Uh. I love this. And UMass might be good. I got Frank Martin. I got a, my school is going to be good. Frank Martin's the coach Frank of Martin's UMass. Frank Martin's one of my favorite human beings. Hell yeah. He's the coach of my I school love that now. Mike, I haven't had a coach at UMass since Cal. It's been that long since we had a legitimate basketball coach at my school. We're going to have to get Frank on the show. Oh, I, I am trying very hard. When I go home for Thanksgiving, I'm trying to figure these whole things out as to like what the schedules are and like, can I go to a UMass game? Can it work? I'm going to a Celtics game. I, I probably can't. I may have to go back at Christmas. When I go back at Christmas, I'm probably going to go out to my school at Christmas and go to a UMass game. I'm not going to a UMass game since I graduated in 1999. Why would you? Because they suck. Because Bruiser, Bruiser was I mean, horrific. Would what would have Bruiser, been on the yeah. list? Like, like, oh, let's go to the yeah. UMass game. Bruiser Flint's been so bad. He was just, he the whole program fell off a cliff. And then it's been like, just like, underachieving assistant coach after underachieving assistant coach over and over and over again. I was like, let's just go cheat again, please. Can we please go cheat? Can we, can we, can we please be good again? Just go cheat. Because we were good when we cheated. So, so go cheat. Like, go pay players. Not the answer. Yeah, it is. I want to win. I want to win. Let's go. I cannot get over how excited I am for college basketball this year. Connor cannot, Wins, just wait. said Drake and Canisius. Drake, what? Who's Canisius? What does that even Canisius have to do with State? It? What? Canisius. 
Canisius State? It might, it might be out of the uh, Canisius State. It's a player, a team out of the. Canisius is in the the Valley. No. Yak. Yeah. Metro Athletic. It's something. So, that, so they like them. Good. That's fine. That's they're good. Up, I just think New York. Drake is so fun. Drake kicked the crap. Gambling Twitter and Drake kicked the crap out of the books. Public didn't really bet last it. It year. Only, uh, three years. Last year was fun. It's my most profitable team the last three years. And they, yeah, basketball. they started out really good. And the lines, everybody just all the sharp, everybody, all the rhombuses and parallelograms had against Drake every day. And win, win, win. It's beautiful. Yeah. D-Rock's kids playing, you know, he's back for as a sophomore now. So they've got him, one of the best players in the Valley. I mean, <laughs> the Jays are so damn deep. They got three NBA players on their roster. I mean, it's, I can't wait, get them here in December. And then I'm going to a game in January or February. I'm going to see more college. I got to go this with year. you. I got to see this oh, in person. I I'm going to so many person. college basketball games this year. This, this, I cannot freaking wait to do this. And I mean, I know I'm going to wind up, I don't know how in some form or fashion, I'm going to wind up in Iowa, either going to an Iowa state, Iowa or Drake and Iowa state or something. There's some, I'll put together some type of trek and trip. Where I can do my old can stopping. We do it ground. when it's not fucking freezing there. It's basketball season. It is fucking freezing. It's gonna be awful. I want to take you to Northern Iowa. I want to take you to Cedar to Cedar Falls. You want to see desolate? Let's go to Cedar Falls and go to Northern Iowa. <laughs> well, okay. Panther games are fun. The whole thing. Can he get us ground transportation and stuff? I'll okay. drive us. It's fine. It's oh, fun. As hell. I know the way you drive. I don't know if I'm I'll be sure, able to sit in passenger seat. We can go to Omaha, fly into Omaha, go see the Creighton Blue Jays kick the shit out of someone in the Big East. Then we'll go to Des Moines. We'll watch Drake play in the Valley. Then we'll drive up to into Cedar Falls and go watch Northern Iowa. Then you drive over, drive down, go to Ames, watch Iowa State play, and then go over to Iowa and watch Iowa play. You do it's an unbelievable hell, college that's basketball. A couple days. That's my broadcasting career for seven years. That's what I did <laughs> for seven years. I drove around everywhere because I ran a rival site for Creighton. So I would go to every Creighton home game. And then I would go to every Iowa State home game. I would go to a lot of the Northern Iowa games. And every once in a while, I'd go to Iowa and go to an Iowa game. You were credentialed for this? Of course. Worked for the number one stations in the market. Or I guess in Iowa, KXNO. In Des Moines. I did afternoon drive in Des Moines. Oh, yeah. Now we're on the gym. Now we're on the gym. Now we're in Eastern Iowa. AGYM. So we're doing Eastern that. Iowa. So it's it's wow. super fun. I mean, it's all coming around full circle. I love it. I mean, I can't wait. I just I, I there's just certain sports that money just betting. Started. You're already talking about college basketball. Oh, I'm I'm already like gone. Like I cannot freaking wait. Like get me to January, February, March. Get me to back. Like I am in love oh, with this college basketball season. I gotta go. I'm gonna pull at you. I'm going to go and I'm going to buy a ton of college basketball gear. I probably got to buy it online, but I got, I'm looking, we got stuff. I know I'm looking for blue Jay gear, Drake gear. Well, we'll just go there and get that stuff. We'll get fine. the real yep. stuff right there. Yep. That's it's, fine. It's, it's phenomenal. I like Fred Hoiberg. Fred was very nice to me when he was the coach of Iowa state, but it was a bad fit in Nebraska. And it's just, <laughs> that program is <laughs> Oscars are just, it is a blue state, baby. I hope the Jays beat Nebraska by 40 this year. I can't wait. <laughs> Stevie Mack said he'll meet us and he'll drive. Beautiful. Let's do it. Mack, you're hired. <laughs> I'm in. Let's go. Get a I got to feed this guy. Yes. Oh, you eat <laughs> free if you drive. I tell you that right now, Mac. Do you do you see his lifting videos, by the way, on, on social? You really he's, should. He's inspiring. I mean, he like, can lift a, he can lift a car. 
Like legitimately, like <laughs> the man, the man, the man is motivating me. I see these videos and I'm just like, she's, I can't lift that type of weight. I just got to go for a walk. I mean, I mean, that's yeah. what this brigade does. Man. 420 all, in the morning. He's up at 420 in the morning doing that. He's posting that? 4, 420 in the morning. What's by the way, boy, we need to get you, we need to get you an Apple watch, by the way. So you can do this. So you can put the, the logo on your Apple watch. Mikey awesome. And I are the only two who have done it so far. I have an Apple Watch. I won't wear it yet. Why? Put it on. And then you can put the BBB It gives logo. me something else that I have to charge, that I have to pay attention to, that yeah, I have get the to logo. get distracted for. You get to walk around with the logo on your wrist. It's, it's phenomenal. I'll get a hat. I'll wear the logo on a hat. I'm gonna, actually, we should do that. I'm going to get the logo on a hat. That's why I wear the BBB hats. Right. Yeah, we do. That's all me. That. When do you get a hat? You have 20 hats with BBB on it. I do. I do. <laughs> a ton. Uh, okay, so I'm 4-0 betting NBA basketball. How about that? Sixers just quit. Spanked. Lakers uh, spanked. Yes. Laid the two, laid the six. Sixers here. got spanked. Lakers got spanked. Yes. Yes. You said spanked. No, it's like Sixers they did the were spanked. Spanked. Yeah. yeah. Got spanked. Both those got teams spanked. got got both road teams got spanked early. So 12 games tonight. Yes. How many favorites win and cover tonight? Two and zero start for favorites tonight. We got 12, 12 games. games. Yep. Seven and five or eight and four. Ooh. Okay. So you like, so you think the numbers early are correct on the favorites? Yeah. I mean, you heard Matt. He's, some of these numbers are just guessing. Like, I mean, how's Sacramento only three against Portland? Portland ain't trying. Like, neither is Utah, by the way. I disagree with him about Utah. I do too. Utah's not trying. Utah is going to throw up the white flag. I think Denver destroys them tonight. It's a big number, though. Eh. So it was six, seven, eight last night. Correct. That's the problem. That's like, <laughs> I mean, seven used to have that power. It still, it still does. does. I mean, I think, I think you're right in like November, but yeah. like right now, I don't think that number really matters because I just think it's either a, a blowout or Utah is close, but Denver, again, they are, I mean, Jenna Garcia covers them now. She's with us for props.com. She does our, our, our props proper of the day on social, but she covers the nuggets now. So I see her on social posting a ton of stuff. And I, and I watch now Mike Malone's press conferences and stuff. Uh. That she posts. And I mean, they're on a mission. Like that's a mad basketball team. They've really, they, they have done everything except win the West, win the championship. Like this team, they are on. They've done everything. Uh, except, oh no, they did get to the Western conference finals, yeah. right? They, but they haven't won it. They, but, right. They got to the Western conference finals. Nuggets have if MPA, if Michael Porter Jr. and this is Malone was talking about his shooting, saying he's back to where he was pre-injury, which is basically shooting 50% from the field, 40% from three, and 80% from the foul line. If that's what he does this year, that's the third-headed monster that they need to go around with Murray and Jokic. So you've got if you got those three guys, one overs like crazy or back for the Nuggets. Yep. They're gonna score a ton of points. But two they're going to be really tough to defeat in particular at home at altitude in Denver. It's the second highest. No, it's not the second highest total in New Orleans and Brooklyn's two thirty-one and a half. What the hell? Cause New Orleans doesn't play defense. That's fine. Houston Atlanta's yeah. two thirty-five. Matty's right. That should be 300. <laughs> he liked the under in that game. He said, yeah, he did. Yeah. That one should be 300. That one might it's be tough to bet NBA totals early. Out of the gate, NBA totals are tough. Oh, the numbers. See, the problem with the, they're doing the numbers, I can't believe they're going to be on the feed, which 
for people that don't know what that means, that's an automated feed that scans. It's like a bot that scans at the bunch of different books and puts a consensus line up. It's not even, it's, it's not a making. robot telling you right. what the numbers are. Right. Which in the business is crazy to me. I've had so many discussions with books and people trying to get me back in the ring. Not that ring. I'm retired <laughs> from that ring. No title shots for me back in the ring of bookmaking. And I'm like, you want me to sit there and watch this thing, book the games. But if somebody walks into one of my joints and wants to bet 10,000 on a game, I want to move it. I can't. That don't even make sense. I don't even know what's going on in the business. But you know, as the book, if I make the line too high, I'm getting a bad guy bet on the dog. So that's why I think the favorite numbers are a little bit short. Like, you know, come January, February, when we know it's clear which teams are really bad because they got like six wins and 28 losses, you can put up 14. You ain't going to see no – I mean, there's only one double-digit favorite tonight. There's going to be more than one team winning by double digits tonight, you know? So yeah. that's that's the thinking. I used to sit I used to sit the first month in a book and trick the bots or try to get somebody to just bet the dog, just move it a point higher than the consensus, and they can't help themselves. So you could take an eight and make it a nine or a seven and make an eight, and they grab it, and then you, at least you get the dog money. So, yeah, I don't – Seven and five sounds right. Favorites to dogs tonight. I mean, if it's anything less, man, books are going to have a good day. I'm <laughs> right now. Books would sign for six and six. Three dogs went outright. Hello, that's a way to start the season. You know, because I mean, last night they got smoked, smoked. Both games yeah. went over, and both, both favorites, favorites won. Yeah, those yep. days when you come in in the morning, you're like, "How do we do in the NBA?" Don't ask. It's only two Why? games, though. <laughs> yeah, it was only two games, but it just, you know, when you print the report every every day, it just puts one, like, you, you can print them however you want. I used to print them by sport and then by league. So it was NBA, number, red, big parentheses. What happened? Favorites and over. Oh, okay. <laughs> Dot, 12, 12 games today to win it back type of thing. Are people going to bet the Nets tonight? Do you think that's the public side? I don't know because – the Pelicans are coming with a lot of steam. I mean, we had yeah. JY on yesterday. Maddie today, you both mentioned the Pelicans and both being in a position. He just said that they took a lot of bets going into the season on the Pelicans to be improved. They are improved as long as Zion plays. Zion's playing. Yeah. So I yeah. think, I mean, if the line sits, I mean, it's three everywhere. It's two and a half at Circa and it's two and a half at FanDuel right now. Mm-hmm. It's three everywhere else. So it must be getting good two way, which is surprising because people. If Circus at two and a half, does that tell you that the pros are on the, the Pelicans? No, they're trying to find somebody to, they're trying to find the bottom by getting off the three and yep. go to two and a half. All they need to do is go to two. Boys, if you're watching the show, just go to two. Somebody will play it. Guaranteed. Nets, Nets will come in and fill them, but the Nets minus two. Nets will come in at minus two. Yeah. I mean, because it's one bucket. It's one possession. You can always go to two. On a, anything more than two in the market, all you need to do is go to two to get the bet. Just go to two. I don't Interesting. know. Interesting. I want to root against the Nets every day. Pelicans are outright tonight, I think. I mean, no Curry, no Harris. They don't have the firepower. I mean, they got Durant, but uh, top to bottom, I, I, I love Herb Jones. I love what the Pelicans do rebounding wise up tempo. And I think this is like last night where I said, okay, 
This is going to be a big moment for LeBron. LeBron scored a lot of points last night. And, you know, you know it's interesting to see the commentary afterwards saying like, LeBron's just going to go get his and he doesn't care about the win. It's like, whoa. Okay. <laughs> it's pretty- such bullshit. I know. Like LeBron so- wants to win more than anybody. That's what, I mean, that's basically, I mean, but he Charles, gets his because Charles said uh, all year long, LeBron and AD are going to get theirs and they don't care about the win. It's just about, you know, putting up numbers and Russell Westbrook is joyless. He's lost his joy for the game. <laughs> it was pretty, I mean, Chuck was really harsh on the Lakers last night on TNT. He really, he, he hammered the shit. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a great show because of that though. Like yeah. Chuck just says what he thinks sometimes for better, for worse, but I love him. I, yeah, we'll get we'll get more. We we have more on Barkley right, here in a second. So, right. so so we'll get to Carmine's that, in the chat. Carmine Bianco is in our chat. He's still waiting sipping, for the call back on, to come on the show. Sipping on my ties and enjoying himself. Hopefully, Carmine had one hell of a weekend here. He staring got that, big Rob down. Staring that big guard. check. He's got he got big. his own Stevie Mac, by the way. Big <laughs> oh. Rob is a house, like a big dude. He's big, strong dude, Canadian guy. They came down. They ate. They drank. They bet. Good. They ate, they drank, they bet, and then they made it back to Canada. By the way, have you seen what the weather's doing in other places of the country like today? Like it's cold in places. I told you, Omaha had a had a had a, had a record low yesterday. That is some bullshit, man. Forty it's degrees in Omaha today. It's awesome. This is this is October, baby. It's the best time of the year to come here. Carmine, you should come back. October nice. is if you're ever looking to plan a Vegas vacation. October is the best the best month to come. Carmine said, "Lay the points with the Raptors tonight." That's a public dog, Cleveland. He made I me like the Raptors. something with that yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, what's the number? Two and a half. Oh. Raptors wow. minus two and a half. Minus two now at uh Fandle. Numbers Wait, coming They're down. really doing work there, boys. They're 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 off the market every game. Every game, just a half point here, half point there. Point Is that because there. they're the biggest book and they get the biggest handle so they can fuck around and do that now? It gives them it gives them gives them flexibility because they know that they've got the biggest amount of money in play. Listen, they're trying to go get business. I love what they're doing. They're getting people content. Right, I mean, like, they're liquid. The guys so they, what I mean is everybody because they're liquid. Because they have in some markets, they have fifty-one percent of the market in some states. Yeah, you can do, you're the you're the BSD baby. Yeah, so you, you can, can do, do what you want, want right? right? Absolutely. So Big I bank, take little bank. I love go, that. Go get yeah. the money. I like that that's, a lot. that's the way you're supposed to operate in this space. That you're yep. supposed to take bets on different numbers. This and that. If you have an opinion, move it off. Move, right. Go go get the opposite of your. And opinion. if you're wrong, if you're, you're wrong because it's you're you're back tomorrow and you you're fine. There's no one getting fired if you're wrong. Well, no, not you can't you can't do that if you're the Pirates or you're the Royals. You know, right? Exactly. In the scheme yes. of things, if you're the Yankees or the Dodgers, you're able to go whatever the fuck you want. Right. You make mistakes, you make mistakes, and you play with it. Right. Um, speaking of the F word, Jerry Jones and Robert Kraft <laughs> have gotten into it, and the media what? now knows about it. What is this? This is crazy. It's crazy that it leaked, because I would love to see who exactly leaked this to ESPN, that Roger Goodell's contract... NFL owners voted 31 to one on Tuesday to permit their compensation committee to open negotiations on a new contract with Roger Goodell, but not before Jerry Jones and Robert Kraft engaged in a heated exchange. Sources said Kraft joined the overwhelming majority in strong support for the measure with Jerry Jones being the lone dissenter to try to get rid of 
Roger Goodell. In the owner in the owners only session, Jerry Jones told Robert Kraft, "Don't fuck with me." Kraft said, "Excuse me." Jerry Jones replied, "Don't mess with me." And then the measure passed. Both the NFL and the Cowboys Wait, declined comment. He said, comment. "Don't fuck with me first." Then he said, "Don't mess with me." Yeah, he corrected himself and toned it down a little bit as Robert Kraft kind of went like, "Excuse me," <laughs> and he went, "Don't mess with me," changing it up just a little bit. Ooh. So Jones is concerned that the triggers for Goodell's proposed bonus pool and the new contract will be too vague and not connected to a strict set of financial goals oh, and metrics without a more rigorous review. A league source said, quote, he believes in corporate good governance and he wants accountability on the financial goals tied to Rogers bonuses. He is sensitive to awarding a big bonus to Roger before he performs and earns it. The source added in the past, Jones has thought Goodell's financial targets were quote, too vague. I love when the rich guy tells the almost rich guy that the bonus structure is a little too vague and we got to change it up. Ain't that fun? I love that shit. Uh, Just tell me what you want. I want to know what what did Goodell do to Jerry Jones? He did something to Jerry Jones. He definitely did something. It was either during Deflategate. It was either during Spygate. It was during something. Was it during the the, the kneel down for the anthems and stuff? Could have been that. Yep. Could could have been that was going on. Because something went. Jared just said whatever he wanted for years. Yeah. But then he, then he kneeled down. Remember on Monday Night Football, he with the players, he took the knee. That might have been a problem. Sure. I mean that that I could definitely see it. That was that was the issue when it came up. But there is something between Roger Goodell and Jerry Jones that has got nothing to do with this contract. It's got everything to do with something that happened personally between these guys. I mean, the bonus structure thing is brutal. Like, there's have you ever worked with a, a company and, and like you had bonus <laughs> things yes. tied and numbers yes. and bullshit? Yes, they try everything to make sure you don't get it. Why even put it in then? Because it's a carrot to make you sign it. You know what? I love carrots and they make your eyes better. And Mm. that's what I tell the kids and try to eat the carrots and all that stuff. But I'm 52. I don't need any more fucking carrots. (laughs) Like that's what I would be if I was Roger. Put down what you want to pay me. Jerry, you got a problem with my bonus? You go talk to the media, do my job for a week. See how that goes. You'll change the bonus structure. <laughs> I love when the, I love, I can't believe Jerry was even doing this. I would love to know. I would have loved to have seen Kraft look at him and say, excuse me. And him oh, change yeah. from don't fuck with me to don't mess with me. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> tremendous. Yeah. Cause you, I mean, that's like King Kong fighting Godzilla right there. Like that is, you don't want to be in the middle of that fight. That's bad news. That is, that's, it's number one. We talked about yesterday. That's number one versus number two in terms of team total value, value. in the NFL. And Goodell is largely credited with saving the league during the lockout, getting him out, getting him to the negotiating table and getting that done. Robert Kraft is a, he's arguably the second most powerful owner behind Jerry Jones in the NFL. And their worlds are different. Like, <laughs> I mean, like when I Jerry mean, Jones is right now, like he's being accused of sticking his tongue down the throat of a woman in front of four cowboy players. So Jerry's, 
Yeah. And <laughs> Jerry Jones this week got a really bad, you know, lawsuit filed against him. And there's the people who are going to be subpoenaed. It's not good. It's Jason Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott. Oh uh, yeah. Jerry supposedly did it in front of, he grabbed this woman's butt, stuck his tongue down her throat. Like, and she's really mad. She has, you know, medical records that she was assaulted by Jerry Jones. And so there's oh. that lawsuit that's pending no. over Jerry's head, which is not good. We've got, maybe this is, maybe this is, uh, this is part of the issue with him and Roger. Maybe well, Roger's not very not defending possible. Him possible. And it's also, how'd you let this get to this point, Roger? You well, supposed to pretend. Remember, Going back, the third story back is that the commander's owner has dirt on all and all these NFL. Snyder's the dog and all. Daniel Snyder Snyder, on everybody. So Daniel Snyder might have other stories like that on Jerry Jones, which is why Jerry Jones has been supportive of Daniel Snyder for so long. And then yesterday, for the first time ever, an NFL owner came out and said that there is merit to removing Daniel Snyder as the owner of the commanders. Yeah. Ursay so, said that. Yes. Huh? Jim Ursay. Yeah. Said yeah. That. Cause he and Jim Ursay has had him. his own problems. Oh, oh boy. Oh. So the first one Jim, to talk, remember the first one to talk has probably got like uh, all the skeletons in the uh-huh. closet. Ursay comes out and says, yeah, that's a good idea. We should get rid of that guy. Of course. Of course. So, Right. So this is now turning into, you know, fascinating. Where are we going to air? It is the rich, isn't it? It might be. It might be. I said that it was like the mafia, right? It's a lot of rich old guys with a lot of money who have been running around really without reproach for the last two decades or more. The last 50 years, the NFL has that antitrust suit. Pete Rizal. God, what a job he did to get yeah. them all together. It had yeah. to be a nightmare to try to sit them down in a room and say, listen, we have to do this. Ah, oh, fuck him. That, that, I, could, yeah. I can only imagine uh, all them old money families. I mean, the Roonies, the, the Maras, all the, they, they, yeah. they had bookies in their families. Like they had the, the crazy. And now this and yeah. the gigantic amount of money that these teams are worth. And none of them can sit down at a table and agree to like, what the replay rule should be and mm-hmm. try to get them to agree on the overtime rule for the football games. Like how do they do this? That's a hard job. I got to give Goodell credit. I mean, it ain't easy being a boss of those guys. No, in particular, because the pecking order of the owners, like if you're Shad Khan, you're the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's like, <laughs> sit down and be quiet. Like, just, like get in a corner. Yeah. Like don't talk. Like, just like, <laughs> We'll tell you, we'll dictate to you what we're doing. Okay. Just be quiet. Like just sit there. God. So that's part of the problem. It's like, you know, it, it literally is like, you know, how the government works where you have like big, powerful leaders from big States and the little guy from Rhode Island, like you're the rep from Rhode Island. Shut up. Like we don't care what you, well, I thought you were going to say Connecticut. I thought well, Connecticut, Connecticut too, but Rhode Island's much smaller than Connecticut. So population wise. So at least right. Connecticut's got some people live there. They're all confused, but they all live there. When you so. said sit in the corner and shut up, I would have made Connecticut minus 800 <laughs> to be the state you were talking about. I'm just <laughs> saying, but it's, 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 it's like North Dakota and South Dakota or Montana or like, these, <gasps> these, you know, those are salted earth people. What are you talking? Of course about? they are, but they have more Buffalo and cows than people. So it's just, you know, big spaces with nothing there. So, you know, what are you doing? So you can't, we're we're California, Texas, Florida, New York. Like we're going to decide this because there's a lot more people here than where you are. So that's what, that's what really these owners are doing, but it's, oof boy, 
I would have loved to have seen that that exchange between Jerry Jones and Robert Kraft and see Robert Kraft's face <laughs> when Jerry Jones said that to him. Jerry, I'm going to guess that Robert Kraft hasn't been told don't fuck with me in a long time <laughs> by somebody to his face. If Very few have, people. If they have. They weren't around much longer. I can tell <laughs> yeah, you they that. weren't there. They were there. <laughs> See you later. Like, Sent was... their ass to Connecticut. Yep. <laughs> Robert Kraft tried to move the Patriots to Connecticut. That's where he tried to. So. He used Connecticut. Oh, bad. Bad, bad. That was mean. I loved it. It was mean. <laughs> Cardinals tomorrow night against New Orleans. The total of this game is 44 and a half. Are we just going to blindly bet these primetime unders until they stop? Why not? I mean, it is two offenses that have been known to score points. DeAndre this one Hopkins, is actually a candidate for the over. Right? Hopkins yeah. coming back. Robbie Anderson now picked up. I mean, Gosh. I'm going to fall for it. I'll, 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 we'll sleep on it some more, but I, I think Arizona's the play. The line uh, keeps the, coming down, but it don't make sense to me. Yeah. Um, who's playing quarterback for the Saints? Well, that's the thing. There's people who are saying that Jameis needs to be benched. So Jameis did not do what I thought he would do this year. I thought he'd take a big step forward. <laughs> I just looked out at the chat. Jim Montgomery. Monty says, I need to make a map to the places that Matt has disrespected on the BVB. Michael, Mikey, Mikey Austin's already done it. He's already got the f- number of states. Yep. He's got the What's graphic. The total? Of- 32 and a half over minus a quarter. No, I think it's an eight states of eight five. states. That's it. That's today. No, it's only I, I just said in, in general. The show's it's, 10 months old. Yeah. I mean, we hammer on Connecticut. Officially like, 10 months old today, by the way. Really? Yeah. It's the 19th, right? We did the first show on the did we do the first show on the 19th of December or the 17th? December 19th. Yeah. I think it was, right. I thought it was. I thought it was a week before right. Christmas. D- December 19th. I think you're right. Yeah. I think it was December 19th. That sounds yeah. right in my head. Yeah. So yeah. 10 months old. Wow. Um the Connecticut's one. I don't like New York. Um, oh, we're going to do this right now. I mean, so I'm trying to think about the about, states and the states I really don't like. I mean, I, at least I mean, there's really not. There's a bunch of them that I've been to that I just have like a. I have no real strong opinion on. Like I have no real strong opinion on Oklahoma. Like it's an okay state. It's fine. Oklahoma City's nice. It's, it's you know Norman's fun. I liked going to Norman. Been there twice. Went to two games. People are nice. State's boring. Nothing really there. Put it on a list. It's it's true. This is nothing really there. It's just well, see, this down. is the problem. Like your truth is disparate. <laughs> it's just the truth. It's just what it is. This is not a lot. I mean, I think people people in Oklahoma would agree. Like there's just this not a lot of stuff going on here. Sucks. This place, the food sucks. Who who's at the worst food of any state that I've been to? That's a great. That's a great thought. The worst <laughs> food in the in the country. <laughs> Who would I put, put it in the, the chat? Who would I put that? Guys and girls in the chat, put it in the chat. The worst food states. Who is Name the worst three. food states in the country? Because it's tough because like certain states have different regions that I don't like. Well, like I don't barbecue. So the whole South Mason. No, because I don't like you. North Carolina barbecue. Oh, why? I don't like because it's, like it's too it's too it's too um, vinegar and mustard based for me. <laughs> So I don't, I don't really like North Carolina barbecue. So like that's, I, I, I've been to North Carolina a lot. I've been all over the state of North Carolina and I haven't, I I like, I like Western North Carolina, Eastern Carolina is okay, but their barbecue is not that good. Yeah. Sebastian Hanton, he just came in and said, New Jersey, worst food. (sighs) That's hard. 
I don't know about that. There's a lot of well, because New Jersey's there. food is generally considered boardwalk food. So that's when you talk about cuisine in, in New Jersey. About? What am I it's, talking about? New Jersey food is boardwalk food. That's what it is. That's Ask it. anybody in New Jersey what what's the food known for? It's the boardwalk. It's fried food. Wow. Jersey's known for fried food. Oh my! Because they just rip off all New York Italian food, and they put that in Jersey. So there's no real like there's nothing really in New Jersey that you would go like that's New Jersey cuisine because it's all New York Italian food in New Jersey. So they're known for the Coney, you know, the, the, the Coney Island dog type food. Oh my fried food, fried everything. Oh, Trent Young came in over the top. Feels like Utah would not have the best cuisine. Wrong. Wrong. That is not true. What? Because park city makes up for the rest of the damn state. Park City, I love. That town is fun, man. The food there is great. Alcohol is phenomenal. It's great. It's like a it's like literally Alcohol like this. In Park City? Oh, High West. Love you. Anyone send me whatever. Anyone who knows High West, send me whatever whiskey you want. Send me all your three new bottles that I want desperately that I need to go and buy. They have three new whiskey lines out at High West that I'm desperate to go and get. High West is phenomenal. Park City, Utah. I definitely would not have guessed that anything with alcohol would have been mentioned in Correct, the state of right? You, you're going like, what are you doing? It's an oasis in the middle of a barren desert of polygamy. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's just a lot of dry like places. There's literally you just that joke went over your that joke went over your head. I heard you. <laughs> I heard you. I've had people who wanted to drive me through Utah just to go look at the polygamy places, just to go check it out. Did you see Big Love? Did you ever watch the, the show Big Love? Did not. Oh, it was a good show. It was a good show. It's about polygamy in Utah. So it's, it's, if you watch Big Love, you want to go and like do an anthropological drive through like and see it and go like, wow, this is real. Like this actually happened. We're definitely <laughs> never getting off late night. Just so anyone knows this guy, anything. This guy's clear. got three wives. This is phenomenal. Never, look at this, we look at this are dude. never getting off of late night. Think about that racket, by the way. Think about how amazing I, an idea that was. That some dude's able to convince people to have three wives. This is. I don't know if you're qualified to be talking about this right now. After telling everybody about the divorce, like this is not what I. This this was not on the rundown, people. This is just kind of morphed into this conversation. Isn't one enough? Isn't one enough? (laughs) Seriously, right? Yeah, one's enough. Hell, you want three? That idea was this. I want two and three. I want one. One is enough. Oh, <laughs> please. You're good. What a great idea. Oh, it's so not a great idea. <laughs> great idea gone bad. Yeah, right. Oh. It's one of those things like, careful what you wish for, right? It's like, yeah, be careful. Hey, I have three wives. I think all oh, you, <laughs> you have oh, three. That's so good. Oh. I'm crying. Oh, that's so good. All right. Uh, Appalachian State tonight laying nine and a half. You heard a him. There's a transition to college There's football no- tonight. <laughs> there we go. Talking about Appalachian State in North are you Carolina. Betting this game? I'm not even watching one. Play. No, this is the only game I don't have a bet on for sports. This is the, I, I have th- three sports and three bets. I don't have the fourth, the college football. I couldn't bring myself to lay nine and a half. I like Appalachian State, but this feels heavy. Standalone Wednesday game, I'll Wednesday football. For it. I don't even. You put this line up and you hope somebody bets it so you can move it. You just. <laughs> This, this, they this tell is you one of those ones like you 
you, <laughs> you used to buried. say to the guy, like I'd work the either 10 to seven shift or noon to eight or something. And I'd go in and say, anybody move the line yet? How many times are you going to move the line on the college, like the standalone college football game on Wednesday? The Mac is different. When the Mac starts yeah, with the Tuesday right. and a Wednesday, that's it's November. Fun. Sucks. We're a month away from that. Yeah. It's a huge those, miss. Those the Mac like, I don't know how this game's not on the calendar. Like, why is this on today? Because it's a standalone. It's in the South. The South is not watching the NBA. The South is not watching baseball. The South will watch this. It's college football. They will watch this game tonight. Have a fourth of the country that will pay attention and be this game will be on every sports bar in the South will be on this game. Braves wow. are out. Astros are playing. Eh, that's Texas. South Ooh, Carolina, North Carolina, Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, Tennessee. They're all watching this football game. In Houston, they're watching the uh, Astros. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're not watching the Rockets, I guess. Yeah, I was going to say they're watching the Rockets. They're not. Not tonight. They're glued to the TV for the Astros. But in all the other southern states, this is the game. That's why, you, that's why you play it, because you get standalone island coverage. <laughs> Alex L. just said, the competition helps you with three wives, LOL. <laughs> competition. In the show, that's what it was. That's what the whole show was based on. <laughs> Big Love was based on all of that. It was the competition between the, the three of them. He had three different houses, three different wives. That was the whole that was the whole show. It was the competition between the three of them. It was crazy. <laughs> I mean, Good my show. man Train just said, you, do you know the old saying, what's the punishment for having more than one wife? The answer, having more than one wife. Like, There's I mean, what is that. enough? What do you want to drive through Utah for and see all these places where you got two, three, four? Is there, I, this is crazy. This is crazy. I can't. People I had like to go them. back to it. App State <laughs> lay it. Who knows? I don't know. Right. Uh, Charles Barkley this morning on the Dan Patrick show made a oh, no. revelation that people don't know if he was kidding or not. Now, Chuck just got a brand new $100 million contract. God bless him. He said he's not going to be there at the end. He said, I won't. He goes, if I need the money at the end, I, I'm an idiot, he said. So he's not going to be there very much. But he did reveal that he still does endorsements and commercials to pay for his gambling losses. Do you believe him? Damn right I do. <laughs> Damn right I do. This is, listen, we used to have people come in the book, very famous people, to bet. It was off of appearance fees. Oh. It was off of stuff like, I'll never forget the story. And Champ won't get mad at me for telling it, but Champ okay. came in. Champ Bailey? No. I used to call Mayweather oh. Champ. Oh, okay. Mayweather. Okay, yeah. He came in early morning. Early morning. I was the only one in the book. Guys were in the back. We were setting up. My man hadn't slept. I don't know where exactly he was, but I know he hadn't slept. And he came in and said, put this on the game. And I was like, good morning. Which game? How much is in the bag? He goes, I have no idea. You don't know what's in the bag? Let's count it together. He said, I don't even care. Just put it on the game. Took a bag that he had to go do one of those club appearances and all that other stuff. Who knows? He probably stayed 15 minutes. Maybe he stayed three hours. I don't know. But he literally dropped the bag on the counter, said, count it, put it on the game. It was like the first game of the day. So like morning NBA game. Didn't care wow. what it was. There was absolutely no thought process. He just put it on the game. Sometimes he went and did an appearance or something, came in, put it on the game, and flew to L.A. on a private jet to be at the game. 
he would do appearances just to put bets on a game. So 100% Chuck is doing commercials and appearances <laughs> to bet on a game and covers losses. There's no question. There's that, that's Why would Chuck even lie about that? 100% he's doing that shit. Unbelievable. That, yeah. That is- that is that is something. Hundred million dollar contract is pretty impressive for because he was about to go to live, so he used the live to leverage TNT, and then TNT went ahead and gave him a big bag. Chuck is smart. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Especially because TNT that show would be entirely different if he wasn't on it, and they know it. So it's good because yeah. he he holds everybody in check, and he says some crazy shit. I don't even know. If he does any research at all, who cares? Oh, he does in the NBA. He does college basketball. He doesn't, but in the, in the NBA, he does. Sometimes you just know it. Like, I mean, sometimes yeah. it just like, it's, it has to be fun to produce that show because it probably got to be in his ear. Like, stop, stop. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, right. Yeah, of course. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Stop. Hey, him and, when him and Shaq go back and forth. It's funny until it isn't. It gets up to a line and then it gets, gets, gets cringy and awkward. And it's like, yes. Like, okay, guys, it's stop. A- this is not funny. It's a little anymore. uncomfortable, like yeah. like family dinner at Thanksgiving when two yeah. uncles start to say some stuff and then they right. say some real shit. And you're just yeah, like, you're, oh, hold like, on. But he he just said the quiet part out loud. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, like uh-oh, stop. Uh-oh. Not a good, nope. n- not a good idea. So, yeah, it Wilson is. Thomas, by the way, just came in and said he loves the show. Congratulations on a ten month anniversary. Thank you, Wilson, for being here and watching the show subscribing hitting like button all that stuff we appreciate you being here speaking of saying crazy shit let's talk about your ex-quarterback for a second the omaha steak searing hot take we're doing with this bvb promo code semi-annual sale only had a couple days left to go and get on that by the way so get on that bvb half off the entire site omahasteaks.com 30 bucks off with that promo code at checkout bvb your ex-quarterback on his I, mean, I can't claim him anymore. I don't know what he's doing. He Go is ahead. your ex-quarterback, but he is deciding that because he got his ass handed to him for his entire football career, <laughs> that he actually wants to comment about Tom Brady because he couldn't beat Tom Brady on the field. Oh. So he's going to then turn around and start talking about what Brady's intentions are. Here's the quote from his podcast. Tom is the greatest. The Super Bowl rings show it. That's right. It didn't look like he wanted to be out there talking about Sunday's game. Maybe it was the pressure and he was getting hit and whatever was, whatever was going on. I mean, aren't you, aren't you talking out of turn here? Like, isn't there like a code amongst quarterbacks? Like you just don't question what's going on because you have no idea what is really going on in that locker room. Like, what are you doing, man? Nice shirt, Ben. Like, my gosh. On the screen, you'll see Roethlisberger looking like he wants to be in Duck Dynasty. That might be the next step. Um, I, I, I mean, uh, Ben's got a lot of skeletons. You know, skeletons in the closet. I mean, Ben's got a lot of bones. I mean, like, right. Like, chinking around doing? there. Like, wait, like, wait, like, what are you doing, man? Like, you want Brady to come up and be like, weren't you accused, like, twice of doing things really rotten to women like weren't you like didn't you settle that out of court didn't you weren't you suspended for your behavior like what are you doing talking about me like to just keep my name out of your mouth like what are you doing tom could bury roethlisberger if he wanted to and he did it enough during the playing career correct and that's, that's why he's talking and that's why ben's talking ben's talking because people put a microphone in front of his face he has a podcast everybody has a podcast i mean that's fine i get it just got to understand sometimes that's that why I got that tattoo. 
you got to shut your mouth sometimes and watch what you're saying. So I got this on my arm to remind me of what the hell I got to be careful when I'm saying in front of microphones. Sometimes just because a mic in front of your face, shut up, shut up. Don't um, say something along these lines. Like, you know what you're talking about in terms of what's going on with the Buccaneers or whether or not Tom Brady wants to play him anymore or not. Him going to the wedding Friday, just opened him up for a bunch of criticism. Agreed. They lose, and they lose the way they did. Yeah. If they would have won, none, nobody would be saying none of this shit. Nope. Let alone if they win and cover the spread. People would be praising. That's how good Tom Brady is. He could go to a wedding on Friday and turn around and beat the Steelers by 14. Yeah, I didn't like the way it even sounded. Were you saying it right there like that at all? Like <laughs> saying it out loud, that actually That's that what it would have like, been. That got me fired up. I'm really glad the Steelers won. <laughs> you know? Um so do do you think I mean they gotta have each other's number, right? I don't know. I mean, I doubt like it. Does Tom shoot him a text that just says, hey. It's a big age ben. difference. Like, fuck off? Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty right? much. Yes. That's like, what I would what are be you like. talking about? Like, don't talk to me about whether you look. I looked like I didn't want to be out there. Like, what are you talking about, man? Well, I mean, he. People say all that stuff. Like, I mean, he Ben's not the only one that said that. No, I think the more logical thing is if you want to rip on Brady, it's not that he didn't want to be out there. I think Brady's behavior to his offensive lineman was that was my problem with Brady's behavior because he wasn't there on Friday for walkthroughs. He's at a wedding and then you want to turn around and you want to bark at your offensive line telling them you're better than this. I That that was my issue. That's where I thought Brady Brady crossed the line is that you can't do that. Like you can't go away on Friday night and then come back and start screaming at your teammates on but national he TV. He does that anyway. Correct. But like, this is one of the times fine. where you need to, you should have probably gone. If I was Brady, I would have gone to the podium and said, look at guys, I made a bad mistake. Okay. I thought we were ready. I thought we were prepared. That's why I went to the wedding. Mr. Crap means the world to me. I felt I had to be there, but in hindsight, I shouldn't have gone, but for him to do that, would have played into Belichick's hands because that's what Belichick said. Belichick said, I got a game I got to prep for. I love Robert Kraft, but I'm not going to the wedding. So Brady couldn't say that because that was Belichick already on the record saying that. I can't believe he went to the wedding. Just, I right. mean, it's just a wedding. Like, I, you know, again, I'd have called Mr. Kraft and said, I, love I ain't you, coming. Yeah, I love you, but I can't come. Tommy, I really want you to be there. I mean, Elton John's singing. She's 47. <laughs> you got to come. She's still two years older than me. And, you know, yeah. and Brady. And Brady. Yeah, she could be your sister, Tommy. Mm. Maybe she has a sister. <laughs> well, that's true. Tommy, come on. Come you got to come to the wedding. Fuck the Steelers. You'll beat <laughs> right. them anyway. That I mean, was like, the thought, that right? That, that was the thought. That was, we're going to beat them anyway. That was the thought. That we're fine. We're eight, you know, nine point favorites. We're good. Nope. Wasn't looking at the line. He was just saying we're going to beat the Steelers. I always beat the Steelers. I'm going to go to Pittsburgh and just pick up my, you know, where I left w. off, and I'm going to beat w. the Steelers. Yeah. Uh, Props.com story of the day. NBA player props. We have so many of them. I'm oh going to ask you. I'm going to ask you about one. Okay. Oh my god. So we have this 
cheat sheet right now that I'm telling you guys that if you go to go to props.com front page, you guys can see all these different in the difference in between the line and the projection as to what the line is and what the projection is for certain players as to what they're going to do tonight projected wise. But I want to run by Rudy Gobert and the Timberwolves because I already have a bet in the Pelicans tonight that we'll get to here in a second, but okay. Gobert over 13 and a half rebounds. He averaged 14.7 boards a game last year. It's okay. plus money at over 13 and a half for Rudy Gobert tonight for the T-Wolves. All we need is an average game. New teams, we don't know really what Carl Anthony Towns will do in terms of grabbing rebounds. But if Cat's going to allow for someone else to board, he's going to play on the off four, you know, stretch four, get away from the rim, get away from the basket. Right. Gobert's the guy who plays defense, does all the dirty work and all the rebounding. Right. Doesn't he soar over this number? Blowout. It's just a danger. Okay. It's a blowout. He don't play the fourth quarter. That big of a blowout. Wow. Well, I mean, they're 10 and a half point favorites and it's only going up. Right. Well, the Thunder, bad, bad. <laughs> the Thunder are trying to lose every game. Yes. They won't win by Yama. <laughs> like, this is, this is a tough, this is why these things are so hard. And like, I always caution people at the beginning of the season, especially with a new team, almost throw out everything they did last year. Like, okay. it's, it's fresh. So, yes, the the logic is right, mm-hmm. but I trust the number. Now, again, odds makers and books make mistakes too. I think they're throwing a dart on a lot of these numbers or props right now. Well, it's, game, it's game one. What do they know about Gobert's rotation? How many minutes he's going to play? Uh, I mean, there's somebody that is supposed to know. I mean, they they don't know specifically, but they've done enough research and. You know, like uh, a couple of the guys I worked with at the end were just diehard NBA guys. And I would tell them, look, focus on the bad teams. You focus on on the Midwest. You know, I'll look at the East. And we used to try to, you know, search websites, look for quotes, cryptic shit that, you know, people use to bet the uh, NFC preseason. Mm -hmm. Or the draft. The draft is always the worst. But there's just people better at the information in the books. They may be better with this. That makes sense. That that makes sense. But is this something like you would want to bet? Just no. as the like, no, right? No, it's too high. It's too many. I mean, if it was like, I I bet Embiid over ten and a half rebounds last night. I bet LeBron over twenty six and a half points last night. Both of those came through early in the fourth quarter. So I didn't uh, didn't have to sweat either one of those bets out, but. Mm. That's done through looking at, I mean, LeBron averaged, he, he's played 36 games against uh, against the Warriors. He's averaged 27 and a half points. So I need an average LeBron game in a right. bat. I mean, you knew he'd score a lot because they were going to be down a lot the whole game. And then the Celtics were out. I mean, Horford's not going to out-rebound Embiid. So they, they have, Boston doesn't have Robert Williams. So Embiid sailed over that number. Right. So that's the best just, part about the Lakers and the props for LeBron is like it's another new coach who's right. coaching that team. I mean, LeBron. Ham looks like he's got a good coach, but I mean, LeBron's saying, I, you know, we're down 20. I'm still playing. Yes. Whereas, you know, if you have a veteran coach who. Right. Tell says, him to sit down. Right. Tell LeBron to sit down. You know, we got another game on Thursday. I don't need you playing these useless minutes. We're going to lose by 20. Yeah. I don't need you getting yours, you know, mm-hmm. but it's Fair. different. Justin's uh, in here saying Tyler Hero three's over. Like, like it. It's easy. Yeah, you do. Like it. Like it. 
Yep, it's early, but I like it. I mean, he's back. So, Ooh. I mean, for Miami, that's you'd expect him. Um, okay. What, what's his number? Ask him what the number is. Justin, type us what the number is. If it's over one and a half, I like it. But if it's over two and a half, I'm not sure I like it. I'll look right now and see what my guess is. is one and a half is going to be over one and a half is going to be juiced pretty heavily. Right. Would be my guess. Let's see. Cause hero got hurt last year in the playoffs. But I mean, during the regular season, this, uh, that, that number two and a half, two and a half. Where's the juice? Tyler, the under, right? Oh, Tyler hero over two and a half is plus one thirty four. Yeah. Yeah, juice Ooh. to the under. Juice to the under. You choose the number. That's right. Yeah. Wow. <sighs> yeah. So it's that's that's my that's the danger, right? If you can find one and a half, you're going to lay it with heavy juice. If you're going to play under two and a half, you're hoping that he just goes for, for two. Can he get three? Yep, absolutely. How many but attempts is he going to have? Eight. Wow. I mean, if he's going to get eight to ten attempts. Over so two and a half at nice plus price is probably worth a shot if you think if he's you go get back minutes. to the if you go back to the start of last year, okay, in the month of no in the month of November or October, in the month of October for Tyler Hero with the Miami Heat, he attempted eight, 12, three, six, six, and eight threes. He made four, three, one, one, four, four. It's a volume thing, man. If we get yes. eight to ten attempts, he's going to make three. I mean, thirty percent. That's that's, that's their that's game. Legit. Their, their their game is dribble drive kick. So three made everybody's threes. game in the NBA for the most. It part? is, but it's really Miami's with Jimmy Butler. It's really the, that's really how Miami plays. Golden State Hero. plays different. They just, I mean, I love the way they play. Sometimes their ball movement is just awesome. Uh-huh. Ball movement. It's literally art. Some teams just literally drive to the basket, trying to get fouled. And if they don't get fouled, they throw it off to somebody behind a yeah. three-point line. Every, yeah, every I mean, play. it's Hero, Butler, and Adebayo. I mean, that's, you know, that's Miami. That's what they do. Do you like them this season? Heat? As yeah. long as, yeah, of course. I mean, as long as you've got Butler healthy, that team right. is something, you know, that, that, that's that's something to watch. So right. you know, a lot of NBA NBA games. We'll break them all down or recap them all tomorrow as well. Sports Grid, yep. thank you guys. We appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow, same place, same time after the Pat McAfee show for you guys live on Twitter and YouTube. Don't move. More to come here on BVB. All right, props.com, prop out of the day. Yep. Aaron Nola over five and a half K's, Dave, is even money. Tonight. I love it. I like Padres. this a lot. I like this a lot. Oh, wow. I do. We don't. Six games in a row. He has hit this number. He's got six, six, nine, eight, eight, eight for K. Dealing. 15 the last 16 games on the road, averaging 7.9. Nola's averaging 6.75 innings pitched on the road this year, gone six plus in 13 of 14 row games. Nola faced the Padres once this year in San Diego, stuck, struck out 10. Game back in June a little while ago, but that's when it happened. But there are nine batters who have struck out 10 plus times in the postseason for the Padres for them. Sorry. No, sorry. Nine batters in total for the playoffs. Four of those batters play for the Padres. Right. Myers with 12. He's Cronworth with 12. Machado with 11 and Kim with 11. 
Projection from props.com's AI is 6.35 Ks. Even money over five and a half Ks, Aaron Nola. I like it. I, I mean, I, I it feels like a repeat of yesterday's game to me. This number's uh, a one too short. Should be six and a half, no? Yep. In my opinion. Six and a half even six and a half even money. I get five and a half even money feels like quick hook. They think Nola gets hit quickly. Listen, the Phillies are going to take Wheeler and Nola and try to ride them to the World Series. Why wouldn't that means we're pitching as many innings as we can with those two? I think. I mean, you saw yesterday Wheeler went seven. What did he go seven and seven and two thirds? Did he start the eighth? I don't remember. I don't think so. I don't think he did. I think he went seven. Um, I was picking up churn off at the airport, listening to the oh. game and stuff. It was crazy. Um, I like this. Do you like this? Yes, I like this. I love playoff. I, I think playoff aces deal, and they go. Wheeler went seven innings solid. Did not start the eighth. He had eight Ks yesterday. He had eight Ks. Yeah. Yeah. So seven and eight, I think, could happen again for Nola. Seven, well, eight, seven, and seven. At five and a half and only has to hit six. Right. Correct. Right. I so like that. Yeah. Yep. I like it. I think it, I, I think it's a good bet. Watch the juice, even money. If it, you know, do, do you think it flips? Oh, it's going to six. I okay. mean, it's, if it goes up, if the bets come in, the first move is the juice to go to the favorite. It stays right. at five and a half, and it'll go minus a quarter. And then it keep if it keep getting bets, you got to go to six and a half and take your shot. Like, and and <laughs> I talked to guys that are doing it now, a couple different places. I'm like. I get the odds of being middled on a game on a side, you know, from minus three to minus five, it falls four, everybody wins and you get, you know, double. But the props, I mean, if it falls on six and you have over five and a half bets and under six and a half bets, I mean, more power to them for middling a 6K prop. But I'd be moving these things all over. I used to do it the, the last year when I was working a lot and, had kind of carte blanche. I move these things all over the place. Just keep taking bets. Interesting. Better to book it time. Three games and three sports to throw at you. Feeling today. good. You got three and one money. yesterday. Three and one day. Yankees, Astros under seven minus one twenty. Oh. I bet baseball. Don't look so happy about it. I bet baseball. It's a disaster, but I bet baseball just because this is this is the play. I mean, this game just screams. It was too obvious. Number one under team in baseball. Number seven under team in baseball. Team that's played yesterday against Verlander at home. Yankees aren't scoring much. Astros don't score really either. It's a 4-2 win for the Astros. Oh, my. Is it? Okay, or it's a 3-1 win for the Yankees. <laughs> I think the Astros team total is live today. Which is three and a half. It's four, I believe, right? Three and a half for the team total today? It's love. I think it would be four and a half, two and a half at the total seven. Well, they don't always add up. Well, can't be three and a half, three and a half, Matthew. Why? They do that all the time. Like, I've caught them numerous times. <laughs> it doesn't add up. Can it be three and a half, three and a half? It's yes. a tie. 
again, that's just what the hell they do. Yeah, but books have made any sense with these things. What well, would be one would bet over, one would bet under. You can win four two, you get destroyed on it. You can't have four and a half and two and a half or three and a half and three and a half because it can't end on seven that way. Where um, hits and runs. I like the over. It's not, and I'm not just saying well, book it because of the way you go with the baseball, but like I looked at this and I thought three and a half, my, three and a half for both. Three and a half, two and a half. You add that up. The team total for the Yankees is two and a half. Yes, three and a half, two and a half. I told you they don't, they don't make What's any sense. <laughs> the books don't make any sense. FanDuel does this all the time. Their team totals don't equal the total. It doesn't make any sense. What's the ju- What's the juice on the two and a half for the Yankees? Minus one twenty two on the over. Over three and a half is minus one twenty four for the Astros. Hell, I would bet the Astros team total over for sure. They're getting four. I can't Maybe. believe it. Maybe. I mean, that's what offense is. It's okay. Mm-mm. It's not even okay. It's not good. You're right. So, so then, I mean, I don't know if I'm jumping up and down to run. If Alvarez doesn't go deep for them, they don't score. This is true. So, I mean, that's, I mean, the Yankees, but I this, think, obviously. I think they get, I think they get to the bullpen. I, I mean, I think off I would take my chances. No, the I think I mean, it's Astros, Italian. Maybe, yeah, yeah, Italian. Yeah, I think they. I think this is the game where the Astros get to the Yankee bullpen a little bit. There's going to be high leverage situations almost every inning. Not too many clean innings. I don't think, at least early. I think the Yankees are going to have to dodge some serious situations early in this game. This would be like a first five over bit. What's the first five? Three and a half in this game. Goodness first gracious. five. First half total is uh, three and a half. Three and a half. Juice to the under. I mean, one one bomb by either team. I think this goes over in the first five. Right? So who's hitting Somebody the bomb for the Astros? Besides Alvarez, who's hitting the bomb for the Astros? Altuve? Bregman today. No. Okay. I'm good no? with the under. I'm good with the under on that. All if right. Thinking Bregman's going deep. Yeah. It could happen. Good. It could, but Colorado at home. Yeah, we got a new one in the chat. Did you see that? Tinder hot. How about that? New bot. Hey, what's going on? Uh puck line. First puck line bet of the year. Look at this. Avalanche at plus 117. Look at this. Against Winnipeg tonight. Gonna push it a little bit and see if we win some money back. I love it. Um, Jets are giving up five tonight. Are they? Uh huh. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start most home games with Colorado at five, and then go for, go off of that and see where they right. go after that. Minus one and a half. The total six and a half with the juice over and headed higher. Let's see. Not six and a half flat in a couple places. Hmm. Ah, we'll bet this one. Okay. I hope and we don't I, need an empty netter. We might, but Pelicans plus three against the Nets tonight is the last better to book it. How's this going to work out? Win for New Orleans. Maddie liked it. You like it. Feels like everybody likes it. Ay, ay, ay. What do I do? This is a tough one. Because I, I think you're right. I, we'll bet this, but. 
don't be surprised to see the Nets winning cover and all this other bullshit to start with the Nets being the championship team and winning the Eastern Conference. I I, I like the Pelicans tonight. I have a I like conference. I like it better when the bench is there for the Nets. They don't have they don't have both sharpshooters aren't there, so the stretching of the defenses is not there for the Nets. They'll be better when they get Harris and Curry back on the floor. But until they get Harris and Curry on the floor, the dribble drive penetration for Kyrie and for KD, it's basically Kevin Durant shooting threes. And he can right. do a lot. He can score a lot, but I just they don't have the, the same complementary weapons that they will have soon. Is this, is this a play over? I think I like the over best in this game. The Pelicans don't play much defense. At least this they is a gun and gun and gun and gun game, isn't it? That's all they play. That's all the Pelicans know how to play is a running gun game. That's what they're built to play is a running gun game. But the Nets aren't. That's not what the Nets want to do. Nets don't want to run up and down like that. Defensively, right. you could. That's how that's Boston ran them out of the playoffs. Right. They run the Nets ragged and run them out of the playoffs, which is the, the Pelicans. I mean, if Zion, I can't wait to watch and see what Zion looks like. I cannot wait to see regular Who's season Zion. Again? Good luck. Durant. <laughs> KD's going to try to guard Zion. Who the hell? Is, who on that roster would you trust? To, I mean, in the NBA for for that matter. But who are you who are you guarding? Who do you have guarding? He's a dog, but he ain't no physical. He's a bad physical matchup for Zion. Get broken in half. He's going to have mean, his way with him inside the probably paint. Nick Claxton. It's probably who they're going to who they're going to have do it. And they just don't have size. Claxton's their biggest guy at six eleven. Durant six ten. I, I I love watching the basketball. I mean, I guess you could. Be, I, I guess Ben Simmons. You put him on, right? You put Ben Simmons on Zion. <sighs> but I mean, Zion will jump over him. That's the problem. Ben's not physical. Zion's huge. <laughs> He's a monster. He is, but he ain't gonna go around Simmons. At no, all. go right through him. Go, go over through him and over him. him. Yeah, <laughs> just jump over him. I mean, Remember they're going to commit. The, book. Did you ever read that to Maddie? But you can't go over it. You can't go under it. You got to go through it. What was that fairy tale? I forget. They used to read that to the girls every single night. They loved oh, that I book. Like that. I like that. I don't know. I like it, though. That's the only front. way he's going. He's going over them or through them. He ain't going around them. I don't so, know. Now I'm intrigued. That's got to be the game I got to I gotta watch. I mean, the early game. games are Washington, Indiana, Orlando, Detroit. New York, Memphis, I'll be watching too, and New Orleans, Brooklyn. That's man, there's some good game. Cleveland, Toronto. That middle slot is perfect today, man. Yeah. Some good games. And you Dallas got, and Phoenix at nightcap. That's the game. Yeah, that's the game. Dallas, Dallas and Phoenix. Plus four and a half. Why are we not taking that? Because we don't know what Dallas is yet. Isn't Phoenix a mess? How do they lay it more than two buckets? It's still Booker. Still CP3. Yes, they're a mess, but playing. Whitrock going on a bear hunt. That's the name of the book. I love this fucking show in this chat. I love it. (laughs) Going on a bear hunt. Going on a bear hunt. Favorite thing about today is what? It might have been the comments and the the discussion about the polygamy (laughs) and the number of wives that people got. (laughs) I don't know how much it's going to get better than that. But though, <laughs> seriously, um, favorite thing about today is like, so yesterday we finished the show, we have a call or two and stuff. And um, 
you know, I, I had to take a nap in between because I had to watch baseball and then, you know, the Guardians lose. So I was not aggravated because, I mean, a 500 to 1, 600 to 1 shot, I was just trying to get us to the next round and then leverage that situation. But it's right. fine because we're good with the rest of the teams. But after the show, I go to the airport against his will and pick up Adam Chernoff. <laughs> he says he's coming to town. I said, what time you land? And he tells me, and I said, all right, I'll pick you up at the airport. He's like, no, I'll get a ride. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, no, I'll pick you up at the airport. I had time and nothing to do. And listen, I like driving. And I like people picking people up at the airport because it gives you time alone to get to wherever you're going. Yep. Good conversation. So I picked Adam up and we went and had a meal at 8 East uh, yesterday. That's one of our favorite places in town at Circa. It's great. So that was my favorite thing about yesterday that I carried over to today because hopefully he's play, he played golf today at Coyote Springs. Oh, where's that? <laughs> Moapa. Oh my, he drove all the way up there? He says, he says, do you want to play golf tomorrow? I got an early tea time. I said, where are you playing? He said, Moapa. I was like, what? I said, you got, it's like going to be a day trip. You know this, right? He's like, oh really? Is it that far? I'm like, Listen, man, that's a long uh, – yes, you got to drive out there early in the morning. He got up. He did Mitch and Polly at the crack ass of dawn. Where is he staying? Circa. So it's it's an hour drive. It's not that bad. Right, depending on if you get accidents and all that other stuff you might Yeah, I mean, straight up on 15. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's – it's it's. Halfway. I would leave an hour and a half, I told him. I, yeah. I said, I'd leave an hour and a half before your tea time. He goes, what? I said it's in to get hour and a half. Yeah, it, it's it's a far. Yeah, it's not anywhere near the. I mean, yeah, I mean it's past Valley of Fire. <laughs> so it's out. It's That's out what there. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, it's out. I there. went there one time. I played one time. It's been years, but I was like, no, thank you for the invitation. But hopefully later today, if uh, if you're available, I was going to suggest we, you know we meet out, just BS a little bit, and see what's going on. Late, maybe we'll see. But. uh yeah, yeah favorite thing about today is when people come to town and we get together. That's the first time we've met in person. We've talked a hundred times. Wow. You know? So it was fun. We had a really good conversation. He took a job with Raz, right angle sports. He's gonna he's gonna dive into base, basketball handicapping. He said, I have a, my one week spot betting is basketball betting. And right angle sports is one of the best uh at doing it. I know this personally. I don't know them specifically, like in person, but I, I'm very aware of their stuff. Lindemann's even talked about, you know, he worked for them for a month and a half, said he couldn't keep up. He quit. It's a lot of work and you dive into college basketball. So we may have, uh, you know, your excitement with the college basketball. We may have a real ear to the ground Let's and may go. have an analyst with college basketball. Um, two things. First, yes. happy, happy birthday to Jules, Julian Edlow. Our friend, who we had, yes, happy birthday, Jules. Who we, who we had, we we love to rib him, and he loves to bring him because we called him soft once on the show. So he, he took great great offense to that, and he loves to <laughs> remind us whenever we talk about things. He's like, "You're soft," because we called him soft about the Vegas Heat. So I love yeah. the little back and forth we have with Jules. We ate at Eight yeah. East, me, you, and Dawson, and and yep. Jules had a phenomenal meal that great time. Meal. That's good. Number two, I want to cheer for the Phillies. Okay, I really, I really want to cheer for the Phillies. All right, but. Get like your own you. fucking song. Oh. Get your own fucking song. Oh okay? boy. 
Hold on. Hold on. The Phillies have decided that dancing on my own yeah. is their it's song. Baseball song, bro. Not a fucking baseball song. It's a damn 80s dance anthem that the Red Sox did when they went to the playoffs last year. It's a Red Sox song. That was oh. their song. So now Callum Scott on the Phillies, for whatever reason, has decided that this is now the Phillies song, which is just so appropriate because Philadelphia is so unoriginal. They cannot find their own fucking song. So they got to go ahead and put that song in the clubhouse because the Red Sox did it. So they got to figure out what we need to do it too. It's unoriginal. Stop it. Stop. Find your own song. It's a baseball song, bro. How is dancing on your own a baseball song? Have you even heard it? I just heard. I just saw the video. Of City Hall singing it. Everybody in Philadelphia is singing it now. So embarrassing. <laughs> Absolutely, fundamentally embarrassing. Everybody in Boston's going. You guys are clowns. Like you're straight up clowns. Like that was a Red Sox thing. This has already been done. You copycat town. Find your own thing. Like my God, this is so fun. Yeah, we're doing Robin's dancing on your own. Isn't this a great song? I love this song. Get your own damn song. Uh, It's already been done by the Red Sox when they went to the playoffs. It was already their song. Okay. It was fun and cool when the Red Sox did it. Okay. Who likes retreads? Nobody likes retreads. Find your own damn anthem. It's unbelievable. It's getting sung in in, in the bowels of these, you know, public transportation in Philadelphia. Everyone's singing it together. They're all like, yeah, this is so fun. It's like, do that voice. Really? Do that voice. Get your own. Song. I want you to win the World Series. I don't because you're going to act like this is some original thought. It, it, this is our. This is our. Look, look at our great song. Look what we found. Isn't it funny? It's a song by a woman in the '80s. Have been redone. Isn't this neat? People in Philly don't talk. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Take your water and go somewhere else. My God, it's so ridiculous. I'm. I'm. I'm this is not fake. I am legitimately angry about this. Off. That the Phillies, this is all over Twitter. It's all over social media. That the Phillies are acting like somehow this is unique. This is not unique. All right. (laughs) Copycat. Nothing's worse, man. I guess you could say, you know, imitation is the best form of flattery. I guess. When it comes to a baseball team and a baseball anthem and like a rallying cry, like somehow this is unique. This is not unique. This has been done before but you're claiming it's your own. And Philly's like, look what we done. We got this great new song. And like the radio stations in Philadelphia are all playing it. Here's the Philly anthem. Go Phillies. Here's dancing on my own by Robin. Oh, it's the remix version. Even better. Get the fuck out of here. My God. That's your favorite thing about today. No, it just, I, I've been holding <laughs> on to it. I've been holding on to it all show. Trying, trying to find a time to talk about this because I'm so mad about this. I'm so angry. And, and, and I just saw a tweet from mid-major Matt that says the song is taking over the city. Uh, I get, every time I see a Philly fan acting like this is actually real, that this is their anthem, I'm just going like, yeah, this is why it's for nothing, guys. Because you do nothing on your own. Nothing original. Copycat everything. Can't even get a homegrown player in Harper. You got to go sign him for somebody else. Oh, stop. You've gone too far. <laughs> Fanatics better than Wally. Kidding on that last part. (laughs) Fanatics better than Wally? The Fanatic might be the best mascot, period. Ever. Like they'd started it. What's them with the chicken? I mean, it's, you know, it's it's an argument. It's it's a good fight. One of them's going to the World Series. It's a good fight. Somebody got really mad 
about how much money the chicken makes. It was a, it was a big argument about how it's much money the Jerry chicken Jones. Makes. It's a lot of money. Chicken makes a lot of money. He should. That's a hard did, job. Did you know that, that, that ring girls make 70,000 a show in the UFC? Yes. I didn't know that till yesterday. 70. I thought it was 50, 70,000 a show. Fighters make to, 10 and they make 70. Yeah. We used to have a couple that would came in a book. 70,000 a show is hello. They wanted pretty, a shot of the title. Well, I didn't give it to them. Whoa. Which one? This is years ago. Wow. Wow. All right. They're, they're, they're fun. I, yeah. So I know you're back in the ring. Oh boy, I was in the oh, ring before. I I I would have tapped. That would that would that would have been yeah. for that. That would have been yes. Oh yeah, that would. I had a fight over that. Got big, I had a got big things planned for twenty twenty three. Relax. I, I had a fight You're in training over over that once over over because I went to an event. And I was talking to somebody because I was having a conversation about the ring girls and what the state of undress they were in walking around the bowels of the T-Mobile arena. And I got in trouble. Like, oh, where were you? I was like, I was watching. What do you think where I was? <laughs> like, it was out in the open. Like, it was like, close what is going, like, what is going on? There was a big, that was a big I, got, I got in a lot of trouble for that. <laughs> You're a married man. You're not supposed to look at that. Talking about. I don't to look. I said, like, as I said, I go, I didn't do anything. I didn't, I just looked. And there was disrespectful as well as told I was. So yeah, please. Yeah. He's Dave. I am Matt. We are back tomorrow for Thursday. My God, that Thursday night game is bad, but we'll break it down tomorrow. On a Thursday BVB. <laughs>